The following program is intended for mature adult audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. You have been warned. Welcome back to Flavored Enemy Legacies. Tonight we have our legacy of Antigone Tegflarakis and a gentleman thief named Ghost. Begin our story in a cramped alleyway, dirt and soot covering the floor, trash strewn about. Behind a dumpster there sits a young boy, nine maybe 10 years old. The boy is quiet, not speaking, not crying, barely moving, rotating a gem, a piece of crystal between his fingers. He looks up, looks over to the left, down the alleyway, looks over to the right, across the road. He stands up, walks out of the alleyway, and up the street. This little boy says nothing, just strolls down the street, leading to the stairs that have just now opened, leading up into the bronze ring of Alteris. As he continues up the stairs, he walks into a shop in the bronze ring, something he could not have done only three years ago. As he walks into the shop, he crushes the gem in his hand. His purple light spews across the entirety of the shop, blowing the entirety of this, this entire section of the city completely apart, splintering wood all the way across the entirety of the street, screaming erupts, smoke spewing from the top of the buildings. The boy is quiet, because the boy is no more. To pick up with you, ghost, you're just now getting back from the funeral. You get back home, head inside. It's been so long since you've been back to Altaris that it feels weird to walk back into your old family home. You have it to yourself now, and it's been it's been roughed every time you come back here. You set your things down inside and close the door. What do you do? Um, I'm going to probably just go into the kitchen, just start cooking a meal. Um, yeah, I, I'd probably do that for now and then try and gather some thoughts real quick. Just take a minute to myself and enjoy the, uh, uh, the peace and quiet. Okay. Well, not so much peace, but just the, just quiet. Yeah. You sit in silence, eating your food, and you hear a small knock at the door. And with that, uh, we head over to Tig. Hi. We pick up with you mm-hmm. about an about an hour prior to the explosion. Okay. You are currently at the office. Mm-hmm. It's been another long and dreary day, and supposedly a couple of the bureaucrats would like to speak to you on how to formulate the next election. All right. Uh, Are they supposed to meet me here or am I supposed to go somewhere to meet them? I have to imagine that a meeting location has been picked. Yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be up near up and up in the the high ring in 
the King of Steam's old palace that's now been turned into the Capitol building. Sure. They just, you had gotten a little bit of a memo from a, from a, uh, a delivery person who mm-hmm. told you that they wanted to meet there um, some point this afternoon. Yeah, I mean, if I'm done with work, then I would probably uh, uh, gather my things and, and go uh, to meet to meet them. So, notice uh, you get you get your hand kind of grasped softly before you head out the door. You uh, you going somewhere? Forgot to say anything. Sorry, hun. Uh, it's been a long day and I got a memo that I need to go meet with some bureaucrats um oh, you know so, I'm teasing I know uh, uh I'll I'm, it shouldn't be that long I'll be back here shortly so don't don't worry about it okay would you like me to get dinner started that would be greatly appreciated thanks hon yeah no problem uh pasta puttanesca sound okay to you sounds great let's get All some right. pasta all right, and I'll uh, I'll pop open that uh, that bottle of uh, strawberry that uh, that Mordecai sent us. Yes. Yeah, that sounds that sounds. After the day that I've had, that sounds really really nice. I'll see you at home. Bye, hon. And you softly let's go of your hand, and you head out the door. Yeah, head out the door. So your office is situated in the old Undercity. Um, mm-hmm. So you'll have to you'll have to take the uh, monorail to get to the Capitol building. So, Good thing I love public transit. And they they did make a bunch of uh, changes to allow for um, larger statured folk now. <laughs> people people with large horns and are six two. Great! I'm so pleased that I can fit on the monorail. <laughs> That's a recent addition. I love that. I love that they've accommodated me specifically, seemingly. <laughs> Um, so you head towards the, the monorail, um, mm-hmm. and, uh, you reach the, uh, reach the, the station and it's going to be a little bit before the, before the monorail arrives here since the city is quite big and the public transportation is a little bit taxed right now. Mm-hmm. So as you, as you sit there, uh, what are you doing? Um, I think I'm like going through through notes like I'm going through everything that I probably did at work today and then anything like I have to imagine I have some inkling about what this meeting is over um so any notes that I have regarding regarding politics I guess just sort of like like I think idle hands uh do not do not bode well for Tig so she's just uh uh looking over notes uh while waiting for the the monorail so you're kind of just sitting there going through your notes and kind of waiting and uh, monorail eventually pulls in um, and you see Delian who shirt almost completely unbuttoned all the way down to like the mid chest. Ain't that the, the way. Uh, <laughs> holds the door open. So um, coming in, you need to be carrying bags. You got anything? No, I'm good. Thanks, Delian. I really appreciate it. Yeah, 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 no problem. Um, thanks for uh, helping me get this job, by the way. Oh, I, it, uh, hon, it is no problem. I'm more than happy to, to help 
any of you and your siblings out for sure. If y'all need anything, you know where to find me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Um, well, this way to the bronze ring. I think and Tig just sort of smiles at that. Yeah. Doors uh, kind of closed and monorail takes off. Are you, are you standing? Or are you sitting? Uh, how how busy is the monorail? It's actually pretty packed right now. Then um, I'm definitely standing. So if it is if it is busy, I I would not try and get a seat. I would let someone else take the seat. And as the monorail comes to the uh, the bronze ring stop, mm-hmm. you hear. Oh, all here. Exit for the bronze ring. Um, this is your exit. Time to uh, Tig gets off. Uh. Uh, if this is her exit, correct. If she knows that this is her exit, no, you have you have two more exits to go. Oh God, you can't do this to me. I'm so stressed. You're gonna make me get off at the wrong spot. No, then she doesn't get off. She moves politely to, to let other people get off, but she remains on the monorail. So, as the uh, the doors open and people start to get out towards there, there is a loud explosion. As you see the old shop um, where so many people went to buy uh, jewelry in the Broads Ring just goes up in smoke. Blue, bluish purple energy just exploding out of there. Shrapnel and bits of wood shooting all over the place. People knocked back all the way off of the edge of the of the ring. People pushed all the way back up against the monorail. People has falling the, down into the tracks. Has the monorail door closed? Monorail door is not closed. I'm getting off and pulling people uh, out of the tracks. All right. Um, did you get again and give me a athletics check, please? Okie dokie. I don't have great athletics, so we'll see how this goes. That's a natural one. So you, you go to you go to pick them up and you fall right into their uh-huh. the tracks. Uh-huh. Well, now I have to get myself out of the tracks. That I can't there, help anybody if I'm in the tracks. There are three people down here with you um one is an older gnome gentleman okay. uh, another is a is a warforged um looks pretty beat up mm-hmm. and the, the final is probably like a 16 17 year old uh human kid um, great how like how how like under level are the tracks like how how high is it a climb effectively uh, so it's about it's about five feet to the lip. Okay. Um, do I have any reasonable estimation of how long until the train potentially will start moving again? Uh, typically, they rest at a stop for about two minutes. Wonderful. Uh, I am going to uh, look at the uh, gnome and be like, "Here, let me help you up." And she's going to try and like boost him to get him up and out of the tracks. All right, uh, go ahead and make another athletics check, please. Uh, that is a 12. So you boost the gnome up and over. Uh, wonderful. Uh, and she's just like, uh, Warforged, sir, you're up next. Uh, once again, just <laughs> like... He's gonna, he's, gonna, he's gonna give you the help action, so you have advantage. Wonderful. I could use advantage. Let's see what happens. That'll be a 20. A dirty 20. Boost the Warforge up. Great. Um, and then uh, I was going to look at the teenager and be like, all right, hon, you're last. Come on. 
Yeah, um, alright. And you gonna give you the help action as well? Uh, that'll be a 14. You boost up the human, and then the uh, Warforged and the human lay down and right reach out their arms to pull you up. So I can give you the help action as well. Great. Please let me get out of these tracks. Oh, oh, thank God. It was almost a three and a four, but it was a four and a 19, so that's a 21. So you boost up out of there, and as soon as you roll out from underneath it, the monorail takes off. Jesus you Christ. Know, you, know, you know, the monorail's automated, so it, it's... It yeah, I figured it was not, like... There was not a person there who could stop stop this, which it's really dumb that they have it automated. You should have somebody there for instances like this so you don't run people over. I'll bring that up in the meeting. <laughs> look, you see there's people laying all over the place, wounded, hurt, um, uh, fallen off of the edge of the bronze ring, like down the stairs. Um, like, like... How far is off the edge of the bronze ring? Like, would I be able to help the people that have fallen off? Or are they too far to get? So, it, it, for the ones who fell off the off the, I'm gonna ring, like all the way down. It's about four hundred people. I'm so. gonna yeah, they're toast. Um, are there is there anybody like holding on or like in a position where I can like help them? I'm trying. Like, my goal is to help the people who are in precarious positions and then help the wounded. Like, this so is the order of operations. So there are no, there's no one who's like hanging on to the sides, but there are people who are like hurt along like the edges of the of the walls and on the stairs going down to the uh, to the coal ring. Okay, I'm gonna prioritize the people on the stairs because the people on the edge of the walls are probably more out of the way versus people on the stairs. Um, so, uh, just running up to like the first person that I see that's over there and being like. Uh, okay, let's let's see what I can do. Um. So you see the first person. There are three total people on the stairs. One of them has a piece of wood embedded in the right-hand side of their stomach. Sure. Uh, is a dwarven man. Um, okay. You know, another, another person off to the side uh, has a piece of uh, a metal rod going through the, the left leg. Uh, is an elven woman. Okay. And you see the other one is a... Um, is a Firum who was near the bottom of the stairs who looks like they hit their head repeatedly on the stairs as there's a big gash wound. Okay. Um, and, that's the, and that's the order from closest to furthest away from you too. Closest to furthest. Okay. Uh, I'm going to deal with the gnomish gentleman first with the, with the steak in his stomach. Um, okay. uh, I'm going to... Can I try to make a medicine check first, and then if that fails, then like attempt to cure wounds? Yeah, you can try. Uh, I have a plus zero to medicine, but let's just see. That's an eighteen. Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna like uh try and like uh get the stake out, and then like stop the bleeding. Yeah. So you. You remove the stake and you stuff your stuff your fingers into it and stop the bleeding. And you've got sufficient pressure that you feel like the bleeding has stopped, but you're not really sure. You don't have anything. You don't have a tourniquet. You don't have anything to do. I don't have any. Here. Um, so what, you're not sure what, what to do. Would I be able to... Because um, I have to imagine I've got like uh, some sort of like 
dress shirt on or something like some sort of like long sleeved shirt uh, would I be able to rip part of the sleeve so I can use that as sort of like packing material for the wound yeah yeah I'd allow that okay I'm gonna rip that and use it to pack the wound and then uh be like stay right here hopefully more help is on the way uh and then she's gonna um bolt for the ferum because uh head wounds bleed a lot uh, and once again, try and do a, a medicine check to see if I can staunch that bleeding. Okay. Uh, go ahead and okay. give me a medicine check. Natural 20. <laughs> yeah, you completely stop the bleeding, get it all nice and stuffed in there. Matter of fact, you're able to bind it in a way where you're able to take your hands off, have the bleeding stopped, and sufficient pressure applied. Okay, and then I'm just going to sort of prop them, like, out of the way. Um, okay. And then I'm going to go to the uh, the elven woman with the, the rod through the leg. Um, uh, I don't really know what I can do. Like, I'm going to just do a medicine check to see if I like, cause I personally, I'm like, I don't know what I would do with this. This seems like something a more important person would like a more knowledgeable person would need to do, but Hey, yeah. make, make a medicine check. <laughs> yeah, assess the situation. That's a seven. That's bad. Assessment. Um, you Got a good feeling that you probably shouldn't pull that pole out. That was that sort of my guess. I figured that their leg is already sort of shot. Um, are they like bleeding any? Or is this sort of a like, if I can maybe try and move them out of the way? Nope. The, le the leg's not bleeding at all. As a fact, there's like, there's like, like clotted blood around the, uh, around the, the entry wound. But there's no active bleeding that's happening right now. Matter of fact, you can, but you can see that they're starting to lose some color in the lower portion of their leg. Um, and then, but as far as, that leg. as far as the medicine portion goes, theoretically, if you had a healer, you could pull that out and heal it. And it like, would be fine. like if I did cure wounds, it would be fine. Yeah. If you could, if you pulled the pole out and cured wounds, you feel like they could, it, you could potentially save the leg. Okay. Then I'm going to try and do that. Okay. Um, so I'll pull it and do a really bad job healing that's only four points i need you to make me a sleight of hand check first oh god yeah that's a good point i have good sleight of hand i have a plus five uh that's terrible that's an 11. so you like yank it out and you feel it catch the side of the bone inside the leg ooh, 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 ooh. and she she screams for about three seconds and then passes out yeah that sounds uh about right i still am gonna cast the cure wounds <laughs> Because I've already the, sort of the 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 wound on the leg closes, uh, and you hear you you hear the sound of the bone resetting in the leg. Uh huh. Great, great. Um, and then I'm gonna try and like move this woman sort of more out of the way while she's asleep. Uh, because I don't have anything to wake her up, so she's just gonna have to be asleep. I want to slap the woman. <laughs> she's been through enough. And then you have the theorem as well. The one that I did the the uh, that I stopped the bleeding on the head wound. Yeah, so you you did the one with the elf with the with the leg, and then you have uh, the the theorem beneath at at the bottom of the stairs. I already did the theorem, so okay. yeah, I've I've accomplished all three. They've all been healed with varying degrees of success. <laughs> all right, um, so that's all the all the wounded around here. Uh, most everybody else is dazed. And scuffed, but not wounded terribly. Okay. Well, or dead. 
or dead, which I can't do anything for that. That's not my bag. Um, um, can I... Do I know how long it'll be until the next um, tram will show up? Uh, it's usually about 45 minutes. 45 minutes? Mm-hmm. Great. Do I know how long it will it would take to walk to wherever I'm going? Uh, to walk to where you're going, it would probably be about an hour and a half. Mm. I'm going to... Ride it, riding the monorail it takes you about is, 10 minutes. Yeah, no. That I was just trying to do the math of would it just be faster to walk or should I wait and then take the monorail? Um, I should wait and then take the monorail. But in the meantime, I'm going to sort of just snoop around where the explosion was. <laughs> Get me investigation check. Sure. I have a perfectly adequate investigation. That's another natural one. I don't know shit. <laughs> These rolls are really just, ooh, they're setting a tone for this, aren't they? <laughs> so, there was definitely an explosion here. <laughs> that, that much I know. There was a <laughs> some sort of explosion. But, um, theoretically, it could also have been an implosion. I guess that is technically true. It could have been both. I mean, like how much of the area got got? Uh, it looks to be uh, about five blocks. Oh, jeez. About five five blocks worth of worth of damage. But the only but thing that's the, like, like truly, only thing that's like truly like absolutely just gone is, is that this. one building. Got it. Okay. So I guess I feel like I can't like there's nothing else for me to do. The bomb already went off. The people have already been stabilized or died. I feel like I'm just waiting for the train at this point or to see if like police show up or like actual medics, not just me, a good Samaritan. Because I just don't know what else I would do. So you kind of stand by and wait, keep an eye on the monorail and help out as things kind of come up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you notice that the uh, you notice that the uh, Alteris Vanguard shows up not too long mm-hmm. after, and they start uh, they start working on collecting the casualties um, and getting everything set up. You notice an investigation team comes up, mm-hmm. uh, and then one of them, you know, lifts up his mask as he comes over to you, and you see Graydon. Oh, hey, hey take. <laughs> Hey, Graydon, how are you doing? Oh, uh, you know, hanging in there. Um, yeah, as much as anyone can be these days, it seems like. Yeah, that's for sure. Say, uh, you happen to see what happened? Uh, I was on the monorail. Um, it just pulled up. Uh, and, uh, and she gestures to the building that is gone. Uh, that building imploded exploded i did not get a good enough look to be sure um i hopped off the monorail to to help some folks who'd fallen into the tracks um and then i and she gestures to the the folks who were on the stairs helped stabilize them as best as i could and then i've just sort of been around in case anybody needed anything uh but that's all i saw i didn't see anything else unfortunately all right all right and she was just writing notes yeah. Um, you didn't see anyone fleeing or anyone that looked like out of place from what you saw? 
Did I DM? Can you go ahead and give me a investigation check with disadvantage since you're trying to recall things? Yeah, that seems fair. Uh, that's an eight. So I assume no, I didn't see anything. No, you were more uh, focused on the explosion. Yeah. I mean, like, great, I'm impulse. sorry. I, it, I, a big boom went off. I immediately, like, noticed people sort of rushing away to get away from the bomb, which is reasonable, but I was more focused on trying to help folks. I didn't, yeah. I didn't catch anybody suspicious. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's totally understandable. I don't, don't blame you. Um, just, uh, hoping to rule out that it might be, uh, sympathizers with the old king. Yeah, I've been, I've been hearing about those, uh, small things cropping up here and there. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that's personally, not... Personally, I think that we've made a lot of great strides here. In most part, thanks to you. I'm trying. I'm just a... I'm just a public servant. Well, mind if I stop by and have any more questions? Yeah, uh, you you know where where I'm at, so uh, I yeah. should be heading to a, a meeting at the the cap uh, capital uh, here once the monorail shows up. But I should be home a little bit after that. Sure, sure. Yeah. And you know, like if you ever remember, um, you ever need to go buy a, a new Lazarin there. I, I I know a guy over there might be able to get you a good deal on a. Uh, on a hatchback. Mmm. Good to know. I'll keep that in mind. Alright. Alright, I'm gonna get back over here to this investigation. Yeah. Don't be All a stranger. Right, well, Come over for dinner. Yeah, sure thing. <laughs> and he heads off as the monorail pulls up. I dust myself off the best I can, knowing that my shirt sleeve is shorter on one side, and get on the monorail. <laughs> And you hop on and head towards the capital. And with that, we head back over to Ghost. Ghost, you have that small knock at the door. Yeah, I'm going to peek out the window first because I learned my lesson about opening doors. Um, can I see from the window to the front door? Uh, yeah, you can. Whoms do I see? You see a small girl maybe five or six black hair green eyes you recognize it's delilah all right i open the door hi mr ghost hello there youngin what brings you to my wonderful abode oh um well i'm supposed to be selling candles and i know you like candles so i came to show you the book and she hands you a catalog i open the catalog there's just hundreds of different candle scents that you can order. Are there any like apple and cinnamon? Because in real life, that's like my favorite scent. And lavender, uh, those two. Yes, there is, in fact, an apple and cinnamon candle. I'm on it. Um. So, uh, Mr. Ghost, are you going to come over and hang out with me and my brothers and sisters? Yeah, we haven't um, we haven't seen you in a long time. Yeah, um, some stuff came up that we had to go take care of. Um, what time would you guys like me to come over? Uh, well, Damaris is making dinner at six, 
So, make sure you eat before. Will do. Um, and if you if you would be so nice to me as you would bring me something so I don't have to eat whatever Damaris makes, that'd be nice. Would you like to come in for something? I just finished making the... Uh, what time is it? It's currently about 3, 4 o'clock. I just uh, finished making lunch if you want to stop in for some. Sure. And she walks in, sits down, sits Dolly next to uh, in the seat next to her. I get her a plate and fork, knife, spoon. I set a spot for her at the table and uh, cook a little bit extra for her. Um. So, Mr. Ghost, have you seen anybody else lately? Not recently, but I know Tig is still hanging around, so I might go stop by and say hello. It's been a little while. Yeah. Been a long time since since I saw everyone. Yeah. Um I hope everybody else is doing well. Did you get to go to to the funeral? Um yeah, I just got home from it. Drian and I were there too. Um, and I think I saw Quincy and Jolene there too. Yeah, um, I think they were there as well. I think I might have saw them. I kind of left a little bit early. Yeah. Kind of sad nobody's friends anymore. Yeah, after, uh, after Raph's death, I think that definitely, definitely put a, spin on things, I guess. I remember when I first met everyone, and he was sleeping the whole time. I wasn't asleep. I was just resting my eyes. No, no. Raph was asleep the whole time when I first when I first met everyone. He was asleep in the bed. Yeah, uh... <laughs> he was very exhausted from everything that happened. Well, um... I'm gonna head home. I got to put all these orders in for the candles. Um, I was supposed to say that we do the... When I bring the candle, that's when you have to pay for the candle. You got it. Um, do you know what candles I was... that? Uh, do you know what candles I was looking for? Yeah, you marked it here. The apple cinnamon one. Excellent. I'll take right. two of those. I remember because did you know that Quincy's the one who taught me how to do the the um the uh the words when you when you read them? I didn't, but I put my hand on her head and kind of rub her hair a little bit. He did an excellent job. I'll see you tonight, Mr. Ghost. Of course. She grabs Dolly and her catalog and skips out the door. I uh, close the door behind her and go sit down at the table and just kind of play with my food a little bit. With that, we head over to Cinder. Cinder? Yes? You are currently hosting. Well, not hosting yet. Your family is supposed to be hosting a ball tonight for a bunch of the upper echelons of Alteris society. And as such, and your position within the family, 
it has been your duty to make sure that the house looks pristine. So, as you've been given the all the necessary materials to be able to scrub the, the chimney flutes and be able to uh, break away at all the gunk and grime between the grout and such, it's uh, been a long, long day of work. And you have maybe about two more hours worth of work. And you're taking a quick second to stand up and stretch your legs after you've been laying on your, sitting on your knees, scrubbing the floor for a while. You take stand, stand up, stretch yourself out and everything and reset yourself. And uh, could you uh, give us a brief description of what Cinder looks like? Uh, certainly. Uh, Cinder is about uh, 19 years old. Uh, they have uh, short blonde hair that they um, just recently trimmed. They they had to trim it themselves, so it's not a you know very neat or fancy. Um, neither neat or fancy is a pretty good description of his clothing, too. Uh, a little ratty and worn clothes. He, he only wears them when he has to clean, which is all the time uh he he wears a an apron and uh he wears a uh a bandana kind of over his head in that you know to keep his hair up while he's uh cleaning um and on his face are smudges of uh ash because uh I like to sleep next to the the stove in the kitchen because it's warm as opposed to my room uh, so I uh, I got the nickname cinder because I always have soot on my face um, though I've been told I do have uh, sparkling blue eyes but I'm not too sure I'd say sparkling at this point you see your your stepmother come around the corner what are you doing just stretching my legs stepmother Stretching? Do you not get enough exercise? Do you need more chores? No, stepmother. I simply been on my knees for some time. You should definitely get back to work. We have guests arriving tomorrow morning. And I will not have this house looking like a pigsty. Yes, stepmother. No. Chip, chip. Carry on. And you see her flow through the, uh, through the, uh, entryway up the stairs, um, followed closely behind her are your, uh, step-siblings. Would you like to describe them? Um, yes. Uh, well, there's Boris. He, uh, kind of, mm, how best to describe Boris? Very flat face. Very wide. Not... Not fat, but just, just wide, and um, not never too keen. Uh, always kind of has to be led in a direction by someone else. Um, and then there's a uh, Hector. Hector is uh, I mean he's very uh, tall. He is, he is certainly tall. Um, uh, skinny. Uh, you know. He, he doesn't like to finish uh, much of his food that I make for him. 
so he uh just has ended up very skinny and tall. Hey, Cinder. You uh <laughs> you you having a good time over there? Oh, you know, just keep it, uh, earning my keep. You hear that, Hector? He's earning his keep. Well, I mean, we can't all be trying on fancy outfits every day. Huh? No, I mean, Hector's running for, is it, uh, Congress now? <laughs> and, uh, well, gotta look dapper. Yes. As opposed to all those years where he wasn't running for Congress and still felt the need to try on clothes pretty much all day. Hey, was was that a uh, was that a new suit that I saw up in your up in your was it a cabinet? Can't be a closet. Uh, I I'm not sure what you mean. I must have been something I laundered for you and just hadn't. Got around to getting out the spots. Yeah, and, uh... Yeah. That's right, Hector. Boris kind of just... Doesn't completely finish that statement. Hector kind of looks over Boris. So, um... He kind of looks just looks confused. What are you planning on wearing to the ball? Me? Yes, I am... I am talking to you, Cinder. Well... Uh... Nothing too fancy. I... Uh, I, I do have one of my dad's old outfits. I'll, ha I'll have to touch it up a bit, of course. Don't want to present something old-fashioned during your big ball. But I, I should be able to get it to work. Yes, and I think it should blend rather fine with the uh, the maroon from the rest of the, uh, the waitstaff, yes? It is a family ball. And while you may not like it, I am part of the family. It wouldn't do well for me to be dressed like a servant in front of everyone, now would it? Oh, I suppose you're right. Well now, Cinder. Like Mother said. Chip chip. Back to cleaning. And they both head upstairs. And Boris kind of turns around and looks to you and says, Yeah, uh, chip chip. Uh, I guess as they walk away, Cinder just like kind of rubs his face and uh sit or gets back down on his knees to begin cleaning again and as he as he does he kind of starts humming to himself and cinder doesn't really see it but as he hums to himself some magic is sweeping around the room around him and is casting prestidigitation to magically clean the areas where Cinder is not looking. With that, we head over to Tig. Hello. You, you just now arrived at the Capitol uh, here meeting with the bureaucrats. Mm, those bureaucrats. Don't you just love them? And you... While you're kind of heading inside, getting ready to meet with everybody, um, a familiar face stops you and says... Uh, hey, hey, Tig. Um, <clears throat> so, sorry. Uh, do you remember me? As you see, um, Angela, who is, as you know her, the former daughter of the King of Steam, um, was locked in, locked in the palace for quite some time. Um, 
and uh, has been trying to unify Alteris into this democracy alongside you, but she is just not the public speaker. <laughs> great. Yeah, sure. Uh, hi, Angela. It's great to see you. Oh, yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, great to see you, too. Um, for some reason, the door's locked. I can't get in there. And I'm looking for a key. And uh, she kind of like tucks her black hair over her over her ear. As you see, when she does, she just kind of leaves a smear of grease on her cheek. Um, funny, I could have swore they went inside. Um, but you know, I, I don't know. Uh, hmm. Am I able to? Like, I'm gonna try the door. First and foremost, uh, not that I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily trust Angela, but I am going to try the door. So you try the door and see that it's completely locked right now. Great. Um, <laughs> can I do an insight check on Angela? Something about this seems fishy to me. Yeah, you can make an insight check. Uh, that's a 13. Uh, Angela's always just kind of been an awkward duck. She's sure. more she's more at home with uh, with contraptions and, and gear and studying how things work. Sure. And this whole I being shoved <laughs> into politics thing is just not her bag. And, um, but she's just kind of had to make do with it because of the fact that that's who she was born as, I, she supposes. Um, yeah, for sure. And, and uh, she's also slightly oblivious to human opinions or i mean being trapped in a palace would do that to anybody um can i look around for a key or some sign of how to get in like do i or do i know another way into the building is also a question that i have well this is this is the the, 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 the like basically the meeting area the boardroom if you will uh where Got all it. the okay. bureaucrats and delegates and everything meet inside this area and and basically they lock the door uh, when, when they're in there when they're in session uh but session doesn't start for another five minutes um do i see it can i do a quick investigation check to just see if i see a key or anything that yeah, would like let check. let me let me get in here yeah, maybe I, uh that's a 19 no 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 19 um there is no key around here One, wonderful um then i'm just gonna knock real loudly <laughs> You knock kind of you knock really loudly and uh you hear behind the door um the sound of um um senator door who says uh yeah you, what's up um senator i was invited to this meeting and i expect you to let me in oh sorry delegate for and door unlocks door opens and you see the locks of don lazar and door there uh mm -hmm. in his tux and he kind of lets you in. My, my apologies, delegate. Hi, Lazarin. I don't understand why the door had to be locked when we still have five minutes left. Um, and you see Angela kind of walking behind you. Hey there, hey there, Lazzy. Long time no see. And she walks to her seat. Um, no reason. Hmm. Carry on. Uh, and Tig's gonna go to her her spot. He shuts the door. 
locks it again and heads to his seat. And uh, there are currently 15 seats around the table. Mm -hmm. Kind of save you the hassle. Um, The only people here that you really communicate with is Angela, Mm -hmm. Lazarindur, and sorry, and um, Declan Cadigan, who took over his father's operation. Sure. Fair. Uh, Uh, Out of curiosity, on what sort of terms am I with uh, Senator Durr? Uh... You'd, you'd probably the best way you can probably explain it would be a a cold war. Yeah, that's sort of the the vibe I was getting. Um, and then the other individual that you uh, that you know here, um, you don't really remember their name, mm-hmm. but uh, you remember that uh, that they're a a money influential kind of person whereas everyone else has kind of some kind of influence when it comes to public opinion sure uh do i know the name of this person or do i just know they're a like money guy uh well money money gal uh, money gal um, i'm sorry i shouldn't have assumed <laughs> um and uh sorry you're good uh you know her as uh jezebel um, I feel like you caught her last name somewhere before, but uh, you got to give me a let me give me an insight check. Sure, I would love to give you, you an insight you, check. You That'll be a twenty-one. Yeah, you remember that because it kind of slipped your mind. She didn't come from a whole lot of money; like she was wealthy, but then she married into the Briar family, and it, wealth got exponentially bigger. Uh, yeah. probably one of the biggest financial backers in sure. the city. So. Sure. Um, and then are all of these people, to my knowledge, uh, on the side of like democracy and unity versus the old ways? Um, yeah, everyone here is very much so about, you know, embracing a, de- a sort of a democratic capitalism. Wonderful. Then that's that's what I needed to know. So I'm just I'm here. I have whatever notes I have for the meeting. Like I'm I'm prepared. So Lazarin kind of opens up the conversation. So um we're letting everybody know there was a uh, an attack in the uh, in the bronze ring. Yes, I'm aware. I was there and that's why I'm late. Uh and she sort of holds up her arm with the shortened sleeve. Um, and you can see on her, on her like forearm, there's like, like a cattle brand of what looks like chains. Uh, being like, this is why I'm was so cutting it close for you, Senator. Um, because there was an explosion at, uh, the, do I know the name of that shop? Like, I don't think I clocked it earlier. Uh, yeah, so so it, it was, it's uh, Arietta's Antiquities. It was like a jewelry mm, shop. Sure. Like there was an explosion at Arietta's Antiquities. It is no more. Um, I talked to Graydon, let him know everything that I saw uh, with the Vanguard. Um, definitely some casualties, which is not ideal. Well, 
luckily our recovery operations are able to handle a lot of the uh, a lot of the wounded and such. Wonderful. But uh, what I what I'm more concerned about is is who did this and are they planning on acting again? Well, the explosion it killed quite a few people, but it also it also had one heck of an impact on the economics of the Bronze Ring for today. Of course it did. And I'm of the idea that we need to launch a full-scale investigation on the citizens of the Undercity. They have not been happy since we embraced this democracy. Um, was that, uh, Jezebel? No, no, that so was, that that was, was just a, one of the just other... Some, just just some, yeah. some old man. Yeah. <laughs> just some old gross dude. I'm like, I do not think that that... I, I am of the mind that it is more likely that this attack was committed by sympathizers to the old ways um, than it was by uh, the entirety of the Undercity. That seems ridiculous. And Jezebel kind of speaks up. I happen to have an idea how we might be able to coax out these... Uh, how did you call them? Delegate Florakis? Sympathizers. Sympathizers. I happen to be hosting a ball sorts tonight, and as you all know, you are all very welcome to attend. But what if we held it as an open forum ball for all to attend, station individuals throughout, and knowing that whoever did this cowardly bombing will show up, catch them in the end? I like this idea. I feel like this could potentially squash out any kind of rebellion before it even happens. I agree with Senator Durr. Um, anyone else on the matter? I roll an insight check on Jezebel, because that's, this seems like a, it seems like a trap. This seems like a setup. Yeah, you can, you can make an insight check on Jezebel. <laughs> That's a five. I don't know shit. Seems great. Let's do it. Uh, uh, I don't think Tig says anything. I think she's just sort of in her head about it. Uh, yeah. Um. So, like, this this plan's good and all, but and here's the th here's the thought. What if we did a better plan? As nobody else is answering, Angela. Yeah. Um, it's like the first time she's ever spoken up during session. During session. Poor girl. <laughs> so sad. So the problem is, I don't have a better plan, but I also don't trust this plan. Uh, I mean, do we have to... Do we have to have it at a ball? That seems a bit opulent for no good goddamn reason. We could just have That's a forum... On like a regular day, I don't feel the need that we should be flaunting that no. some people have a bunch of wealth. That doesn't. That seems antithetical. Isn't that exactly the kind of event that would attract such barbarians? I s <laughs> You're probably right. This is the exact am. kind of. All right, hold your horses there. I'm. <laughs> Cockiness will get you nowhere. Uh, I I am I am okay with it with going forward with this plan. 
assuming oh. that you have appropriate amounts of security uh, present because we don't want another exact incident as the uh, one that just happened. Yeah, uh, yeah, we can. Uh, uh, what, what about uh, what about uh, protection for the for the for the people? We mean, if we're opening it up and people come and then like. Yes, I'm. I'm not. I'm not interested in just protection for those of us here. That is ridiculous. We should uh, have enough security and protection for everybody in attendance, the servants, the common folk, everybody. You cannot just sacrifice all of the people who are you deem lesser than you to try and catch one perpetrator. That's insane. I wouldn't deign to think that anyone was lesser of me. I'm not saying that you would. I'm just saying we can't just protect those of us who have political sway. We have to be protecting the whole population of the city. Of course. I agree with you. Wonderful. Uh, well, does anyone else have any business to report? Uh, I know we have to go over the budget, but uh, before we get into that exciting business, is there anything else? Do I have anything else? <laughs> like, um, Well, I mean, so there was the, the revitalization of the Undercity, which you've been trying to push, but yeah. every time that it gets brought up, it gets push down push down i mean i would really love for us to talk about my my plans here for uh doing some public works and revitalization uh uh for the undercity why this again it's important why are we not trying to help those who are less fortunate i don't understand why this is a this again problem i understand delegate florakis that this would be a beneficial thing to the citizens of the Undercity, but the fact remains, where would the money come from? We from the military budget? This. We can't just produce this out of thin air. The military budget is, resp is responsible for being able to protect the citizens. Look how good they're doing now. There was a whole ass bomb. You got to make me an intimidation check. That's an eight. It's terrible. Yeah, you're right. Maybe we should ramp up our military spending. And then where would you get the money from, huh? I would love to hear your plans to ramp up military spending after we talk about my plans to revitalize the Undercity. Oh, we issue a citywide tax hike in accordance with population density. And what do I know about the tax code? Is it like America's current tax code? Yes, it is exactly like America's current tax code. Mm, I think we should actually have another separate conversation about the tax code because I do not think that we should be uh, taxing uh, our poor citizens at the rate at which we're taxing them while uh, leaving our most wealthy citizens with large uh, tax cuts. That doesn't seem fair and seems like we are punishing people for where they were born and benefiting people who do not need any more uh, spoons on a silver platter handed to them. Well... Delegate Florakis, do you have the bill prepared? Do you have the bill for uh, the tax hike prepared? Because we can have that whole conversation at a different meeting and I can prepare a bill. Yeah, I I have the tax bill right here prepared. 
Great. So you had a tax bill prepared to raise military spending and then increase taxes on our poorest citizens. Um, but you won't talk to me about uh, the revitalization efforts of the Undercity or give me time to put together a separate different tax code bill uh, before you even propose this one. It sounds like you were really prepared actually to have this bomb go off so that then you could, ooh, I don't know, raise military spending? Sounds real great. Sounds like it's a good time here in Alteris for that to happen. Roll me a persuasion check. As a 17. You know, you make some very interesting points, Delegate Florakis, and I am of the mind that we should definitely put both of these bills to a vote. Great. As such, okay. we can hand out the bills now, pass I them have around, the let everyone read them, and then we can cast our votes. Without giving me time to put together an appropriate tax code? Did you not have one prepared yet? Did I have one prepared yet? You go ahead and uh, go ahead and make it a uh, a straight d20 roll on a 10 or higher. You did on a nine or lower. You did not. That's an eight. I don't have it prepared. Delegate Florakis, uh, your tax code. I was under the impression that these bills were not getting voted on this session, that they were getting voted on in future sessions, which is why I was more focused on building my campaign for revitalizing the Undercity. Well, we will adjourn today's session. We'll meet again two weeks from now to cast our votes on the two new proposed bills, as well as your, what do you call it again? Tax, new tax oh. reform. Yes. Hmm. I hate else? every one of these fucks so much. <laughs> There's nothing else. Uh, well, you can count me in for for, for for my vote, Tig. I think that we need to make sure that we, you know. Thank you, Angela. Things. Yeah, of course. Oh, hey, can I do the gavel? Can I do the gavel thing this time? Don't ask me. I'm not in charge of the gavel. You see that he kind of just glares over at both of you guys, hammers the gavel onto the table, and says, This session is now adjourned. Uh, Tig is like up left, is like, I hate every one of these fucks. They suck so bad. I have so much work I have to get done. I have to reform the whole tax code in two weeks. <laughs> like, I do not have time for dilly dallying. Um, so as you head now to Angela, kind of just tries to keep up with your stride as you're walking. She says, oh, hey, uh, take, take, uh, do you mind if I call you take outside of? Yeah, that's fine, Angela. What's up? Um, yeah. Uh, so I was thinking about this whole ball thing that, uh, that, uh, Senator Breyer was talking about. And, um, well, I gotta say, like, are we gonna... Obviously, we we have to be there, right? That's that's the right thing to do, right? We do have to be there, unfortunately. Um, is the uh, remind me is the ball today or is it tomorrow? It's it's tomorrow. Okay. Um. So <laughs> we we do have to go. I do not want to go, but we do need to go. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 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 Of course. Um. I was thinking, uh, you, you know, 
Graydon, right? And uh, he's like super sneaky guy, right? Do I do. You, do you know if like maybe we can have someone? She kind of looks around, watching the, the other. I gotta say, I'm. They kind of scare me, and I feel like something might happen. Uh, yeah, I'll see about reaching out to Graydon and and see if he can. Uh, look into it for sure. Alright, um, cool. Um, I'm gonna go and talk to Senator Cadigan, too, and see about, uh, see about, uh, maybe getting some extra help. Sounds like a plan. Thanks, Angela. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Um, alright, and, uh, is, do you think this is like a, like a, like a dress kind of function, or should I... It is a formal function, whether that's a dress or a suit for you, your preferred formal wear. Okay. All right. Well, I'm I'm off then. Sounds good. See you tomorrow, Angela. See you tomorrow. And she heads off. Um, before I go home, would I know where to find Graydon? Uh, yeah, Graydon, you feel like uh, if he's not still at the crime scene, he would be at the Alteris Vanguard's um, headquarters. Which, which of those is in, closer? In, which is in the cult ring. Okay, so I could see if he was still at the um, uh, crime scene, and then if he's not there, I could go to the cult ring. Okay, so I'm yeah. going to... And then where is ghost house is in the undercity right or is it in the coal ghost room house is in the coal room yeah. wonderful so i'm gonna hit up the crime scene first see if graden is still there yeah you notice the, the crime scene is almost already completely cleaned up and they've already started reconstruction on the building industry moves ever onward uh then i will go to the coal ring uh to uh go see graden and okay. then to go see ghost all right so you Make it on the uh, on the monorail down to the the coal ring, and as you arrive in the coal ring off the monorail, uh, doors open. Delian says, uh, "Here's your here's your stop." Thanks, Delian. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Um, uh, see you tomorrow. Yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. Uh, and I think Tig is just so tired. <laughs> It's <laughs> just you so tired. Off in the distance, you can see Ghost's house directly in front of you. Uh -huh. And then if, if you wrap the corner and head right further, you can actually walk all the way down to where the headquarters of the Alteris Vanguard is. Okay. Out of curiosity, what? where is my house? Uh, so your house is in, the, is, in the, is in the steam ring. So right okay. below the high ring where the Capitol okay. building is. So I'm going in the opposite direction right now before I then need to go home. Cool. Yes. That's that's totally fine. I just wanted to know what the like have a visual. Um I'm going to go to the Vanguard first because I want to do this through quote unquote uh legal channels first. Um, before I uh enlist my buddy. That I apparently haven't talked to in a hot minute. So yeah, you you head into uh, into the headquarters of the Altaris Vanguard, and uh, you see one of the Vanguard members just kind of look at you, process for a few seconds, and then stand up. 
Uh, Delegate Thrakis, uh, to work on a pleasure. What do I owe the pleasure? Hi, um, no, yeah. n- no big deal. Um, is Graydon here by chance? Oh, yeah, um, yeah, Sheriff Graydon's here. Uh, uh I- <laughs> And, uh, Graydon comes around the corner. Yeah. Hey, Jake, uh, what's up? Hey, uh, you got an office or something? I need to talk to you about something real quick. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure, come on. And he leads you back through the, uh, the Vanguard office, and you can see that, uh, it's pretty nicely laid out. Uh, they've got several different artifacts from the time of the hands of the King of Steam. It's kind of like historic artifacts. Yeah, for sure. And you see one in particular that kind of catches your eye, and it's from the old leader of the hands of the King of Steam. This is giant grenade launcher that's just in this giant case. Mm, the, cool. the glass with the glass cover over top of it does it have uh, a little label of what it is yeah it says uh it says wendigo's how on top of it delightful um uh tiggle like i assume there's like a chair tiggle sit um and she'll be like so i I need you to do me a favor. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, what's, what's going on? Um, I just got back from a meeting with the rest of the delegates and the senators. Um, their concern is not that the explosion was done by um, sympathizers, but instead was done by uh, members of the Undercity. And as a result, they are laying a little trap for tomorrow uh, that they think is a great idea where they hold a big party, a big fucking party, and then just invite everybody in the whole city to come, I guess, is their plan. And then they're like, oh, this will lure out the the rest of the sympathizers or Undercity or whatever to stop them. Which is fine, yeah. whatever. I'm sure you've already gotten the detail on that. Yep. Um, yep. The problem is, is I don't trust any of them a fucking lick. So <laughs> if if you hear anything about some some goings on behind the scenes, if you wouldn't mind passing that along to me, uh, I would greatly appreciate it, and you would be uh, compensated duly. Well, you're starting to sound like your uh, compatriots there. Look, I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm a I'm a public servant. Okay, I'm just as much out for the rest of the people as as you are. You don't need to compensate me for helping out. I am just as fishy about all this as you are. And to be honest, I was going to broach you about the same thing. Um, well, I'm glad we're on the same page then, because it is. I do not trust Senator Durr a fucking lick. I do not trust Senator Breyer even a little bit. Not as far as I could fucking throw her. Like, something about this reeks. And I was once again bringing up the revitalization efforts and once again getting shot down. And the way they were talking this time makes it, made it, made it sound like there was, that something else is going on. I don't like any of it. I'll be honest with you. If I were you on all this, 
I'd expect a martyr to be made. Great. Great. Well, I will keep that in mind. Um, uh, you know where to reach me. Um, uh, thanks, Graydon. Uh, and Tig's gonna hey, stand up. Tig. Yeah? Yeah. If you, if you have anyone you trust, and he hands you a small, small, like, bronze-looking ring, mm-hmm. this will record any conversation being had within 50 feet of the person wearing Wonderful news. I have just the person in mind. Uh, and Tig will take it and she'll open the door and sort of like do that like salute wave that people will do uh, and, and head on out. See you at the party, Tig. See you tomorrow. Uh, and then I'm going to head to Ghost House. Alright. So you head over to, to Ghost's house. You start walking and reach the, the door. And uh, it's been quite some time since you last saw Ghost. Yeah. Uh, she'll like hesitate for a moment and then she'll knock. Ghost, you hear a knock at the door? I, uh, I do the window check again. You see Tig. First time in years. Um, what time is this? Uh, it's currently about currently about 6 p.m. almost. All right, so I'm not wearing my uh, funeral suit. I'm just wearing my like invisibility cloak and the casual clothes I usually would wear. Mm-hmm. Um, I open up the door. Hey, um, ghost. Tig, uh, long time no see. Um, if you need a tailor, I know where I could uh, I could find one. <laughs> uh, no. Do you? Do you mind if I come in? Um, yes, but I have to go meet Delilah. Uh, I can assure you this will take no longer than five minutes. Um, sure. Then. And I okay. move out of the doorway. Uh, Tig will step in. Um, she's not trying to take up like a bunch of like she's trying like on the most like best behavior, like trying to be so polite. <laughs> Um, um, uh, uh, how's Stella? That's a good question. How is Stella, DM? You haven't really spoken to Stella since, well, since, since about six months ago. I, uh, I haven't seen her in about six months. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry to, to hear that. That's unfortunate. Um, I'll, I'll just cut to the chase. Um, I know I haven't seen you in a while, but, um, you're the sneakiest motherfucker I know. And, uh, I've got some worries about, uh, the other bureaucrats. Um, there's this big f- stupid ball tomorrow. It's so fucking gaudy that I have to attend along with all the other bureaucrats and they're opening it to the public. Um, 
in an effort to uh, try and draw out some dissenters or sympathizers or people they think are just unhappy with their lot in life, I guess. Um, and I don't trust it. I really don't trust it. And I wouldn't ask this of you if I didn't think it was necessary. Um, but I'm hoping you can come tomorrow and sort of just keep an eye out, keep an ear out, see if you can figure out if there's an underlying thing going on that I'm not aware of, because it sure as fuck feels like there is one. Um, it's a lot. I get that I've just asked a lot, but... Yeah, I can, uh... I can see what I can do. Um, if you do go, uh, and she'll pull out the, the ring that Graydon gave her, be like, I got this some from, uh someone that I, I trust it's uh, a ring of recording um, it'll record any conversations within 50 feet of you um, if you do decide to come tomorrow uh, please please wear this uh, yeah uh, I and uh, Ghost is going to walk over to the door uh, take uh, step out and be like um, it was good seeing you, uh, ghost. Yeah, it was, um, nice seeing you too, Tig. Make sure you go, uh, hey, Raph and my mom's graves a visit. And I lock my house door and I kind of start walking away. DM, did Tig know about Raph? He did. Uh, yeah, you would, you would, you would have been there as well, but, uh. Orc. <laughs> uh, Tig is going to go do that. Tig. Tig is gonna go uh, pay those those graves a visit. So now we head over to Cinder. Cinder, you finally head up to your room to straighten yourself out a little bit after finishing all of your chores. When something seems off, something smells bad, hmm. and you can't really figure out what it is. What do you do? Um. I guess he tries to locate the source of the smell. It's coming from your wardrobe. Uh, I I open up my wardrobe. You open it up and smoke starts spewing out as you realize that your your father's garb was coated in oil and burned. No! 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 Uh, he he immediately grabs the blanket from his uh, bed and tries to smother the flames. Uh, go ahead and make a uh, survival check. Eight. Not about the flames eventually, but not before you look and there's just ashes and soot and like melted oil all throughout this entirety of the bottom of the wardrobe. Is is anyone around him? Does no, it's just you in here. I I think Cinder. Um... I think his hands are slightly burned from just, like, how hard he was trying to put out the flames. But he he doesn't really register that, and he's just he's just tearing up a little bit. He's like, I just, I just wanted one night. Just one night. Is that, is that too much to ask? Is Cinder okay? You look down and you see a tiny little mouse. <laughs> uh, 
No. No, it's not okay, Gregory. What happened? I... He, he, he kind of, like, tries to pick up the ashes, and he's like, I was planning on wearing this to the ball. I, I can't... This is my life. Just... Everything just goes up in ashes. And he, he kind of tosses them. I... Sometimes I wonder if it's any use, Gregory. Yeah, um, well... Isn't it? It's it's gonna be okay. You look and you see a you see like a a uh, a, a rat that's had his ta- his tail chopped off and is missing an eye. Oh, Johnny, did you lose more of your tail? You poor thing. Yep, I did. But I'm okay. Then there, we we can we 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 can we can fix it. I... I don't see how. There's not much of it left to fix. Well, methinks I saw a book in... in library. In... what kind of book? Um, book can help. We'll, we'll go get it. Oh, okay. Uh, be careful. Um, I... I put the cat outside, so you should be safe, but just be quiet. Uh, Cinder not knowing. And they... They scurry off towards the library. Yeah, Cinder will just... Kinda... Look at the pieces of his... Look at the pieces of his father's outfit and just... Just try to think about him. And the way he was. And... It... It scares him and saddens him a little bit that those memories get... Fuzzier and fuzzier every day he's in this house with these people. His step family. He just wants to leave, but he has nowhere to go. So you hear your stepbrothers come around the corner. So, what happened in here? (laughs) Yeah, what what, what happened? Something happened, Cinder? Everything is fine, Hector. Oh, good. Good. I'm glad... I'm glad things have worked out for the best. Yeah, yeah, they've worked out for the best. (laughs) Well, do something about this smell. It's going to permeate downstairs. And they close the door behind. You see the doorknob just kind of falls off. He... Picks it back up, puts it on. He he kind of has to open the door when he does, and then he kind of looks and calls down. Uh, Hector. Yes, Cinder. You have a zit on your chin, and then he closes the door. What? What? No, no, no I don't. Do what? You hear him? Do what? Is is there is there a zit there? Tell me, there's not a zit there. Yes. And you're sitting there and trying to recollect yourself. Um, there's a little tiny push at the door, and you see a book just kind of hovering across the floor. Oh, uh, he he picks it up. Oh wow, this is a very heavy book. You you guys are very strong. Uh huh. Yeah. Strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, 
I'll be sure to save something extra special for you two in the kitchen. Uh, uh, Cinder will kind of sit down on his bed and uh, open up the book. You open up the book and all you see is you see like runes that are drawn all throughout it. Um, But you see that there is one word on the top that you can recognize and it's the word is beauty. He kind of like he kind of like, uh-huh. like squints at the word and reads beauty. Uh-huh. Yep. Oh, uh, we can we can we can make it pretty. Yeah, yeah, we we can we can we can make it pretty. And this book makes pretty. Oh. Um, <laughs> well, I I suppose I have nothing to lose. And he turns the next page. The, I mean, he's not sure what else to do. You you hear uh you, you see the 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 mouse's uh the mouse and the rat kind of uh pick up little bits of uh little bits of the ashes and say, can can, can we see the 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 picture and draw the picture? Oh um uh yeah um. Are they asking me to draw a picture of what this outfit looked like? They're trying to draw the runes. Oh, oh, okay. Um, he, he'll mm. open it up and kind of look at the rune. Uh, it looks like this. Um, uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, right here. And and he like kind of helps them adjust what they make. Mm-hmm. All right. And there we go. Yeah, we can do it. Yes. Yes, we can. Alright. Now? Well, I don't know what now. Oh. You see the runes kind of just drawn. Um. Well, uh. Um. I I guess you'll, like, look back in the book and see if there's, like, anything else in it. Like, is there. The the only other thing here is the word beauty. As the rune erupts into small purple dancing flames and then as soon as they erupt they die back down and as the smoke and powder dissipate you see a a beautiful copper-skinned woman with flowing golden brown hair these bright vibrant green eyes and long regal dress on oh 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 Darling, I have been summoned. You shouldn't have. Oh, what have we here? I... I'm sorry. I don't think I know you. What's your name, dear? Uh, well... My name's Ashier. Ashier Briar, but most people just call me Cinder. Ashier, that's a beautiful name. You can call me Nibiria. Nibiria? That's correct. And I'm going to be your benefactor in this endeavor. I see that you had... This was an absolutely astonishing outfit. Whatever happened? Um, my, uh... My stepbrother set it on fire. Deary, deary. Well, we'll fix this up. Yeah. Uh. She waves her hands 
and the outfit reconstitutes itself. But you see that as it does, like some of the ashes turn into this really reflective um, gold-like um, substance and turn into filigree on the pauldrons of the coat as well as the front of the coat and the tail coat itself. There we go. Looks all better now. It, it looks even better than it did before. Uh, he, he like goes to reach for it, but then he stops and he's like, I, now I think it might be. What's the matter? It's, it's just that it's so, it's so pretty and I. And you what? I know you're not about to say anything negative about yourself, are you? Well, I just mm. look at me. I am looking at you. And you know what I see? Stunning beauty. Look at it. She snaps her fingers and you see a mirror appear in front of you. That right there is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And you have everything to glean. Let us not worry about what others think. For tonight you'll dance like an ice skater in a rink. Can I? There you are. Now, snaps her fingers one more time, and all of the ash and soot and cinders from your face wash away. Time to get uh, a test fit, shall we? Uh, uh, yes. Um. Uh. He. He kind of. Um. <laughs> he. He has one of those like stand up. Um. Privacy curtain things that he like kind of folds out. Mm -hmm. And gets changed really quick. Um, I, I'm trying to do this quickly. I, I don't mean to hold you up. Um, why, why were you summoned by a book that was in my family's library? Uh, if you don't mind my asking, that is. It's a story for another time. But I would tell you that I knew your father. Absolutely great man. You, you did? I did. Worked with him quite a few times. Now there, there was a man who had grace in every sense of the word. Yeah, I, oh, I wish I was more like him. Mm -hmm. I think you're more like him than you know. Now, come on, let us see what the outfit looks like. Uh. And, and with that, we will head back over. To Ghost. Ghost, you arrive outside of the Cadian house, which, uh, for lack of a better term, is basically a bunch of apartments squished up together. Um, most of the most of the Cadian children did not want to have anything to do with their um, biological father's house, so they collectively built this one together instead. As such, each individual apartment is is uh, indicative of their personalities, and it just looks like the, like an absolute smorgasbord, weird nonsense thing going on. Like if a group of people decided to do a layer cake together, but none of them spoke with each other about what the design was going to look. That's fantastic. Um, before I knock on the door, um, I'm going to throw on my 
or like throw up the hood to my cloak, go invisible, wipe my eyes, and then um, change myself to look like a per- like a normal human, long black hair, mustache, goatee, brown eyes, and then I throw down the hood and knock on the door. Knock, and uh, you see uh, Damaris opens the door. Uh, can I can I help you? Um, hi. Yes, it's Ghost. Um, I was invited over for uh, dinner. Oh yeah. Um, which one of my brothers have you known the longest? Well, considering Delilah was trying to sell me candles today. Mm-hmm. But which one of my brothers have you known the longest? I mean, I met Dreen technically. Um. All right. I just needed to make sure it was you. Come on in. Uh- <laughs> I walk yeah, inside. Uh, yeah, uh, we've had a bunch of people come by lately trying to... No, it doesn't matter. Um, so, uh, ready for dinner? I uh, I made meatloaf. Of course. Um, thank you for having me over tonight. Yeah, yeah, of course. Plenty of meatloaf for everybody. For some reason, everyone's been so full lately and haven't eaten much. Hmm. That's uh that's a little bit weird. Uh yeah, yeah, uh, okay. Um so uh head in over to the, the, the dining room. We'll get I'll get plates set up. Um Delilah Dalian Declan, it's time to eat. I'm and, just gonna uh, go sit what, down at the table. Okay. So sit down at the table. And um notice that uh Delilah comes down first sits down right next to you. Just, uh, hey, hi, Mr. Ghost. Glad you came. Hello, Delilah. Thank you for inviting me again. It'll be nice to mm-hmm. go out. Mm-hmm. Did, 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 you, did, you, did you eat before? I don't really have an appetite. And I'm going to wink at her. And you notice everyone else kind of sits down and you see this is absolute, like, nervous fear on Delian's face as uh, Damaris comes out with like a tray, puts it out, and you she opens the top. Says, "Well, uh, who would like some first? You see this black box in the center. Looks like cardboard. Can't even see the pores on the meat." Um. So I'm not mm-hmm. gonna lie. I after the events of today, I don't really have much of an appetite. I'm sorry. Oh. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Sure you don't want like one slice? It's really good. I'm uh I'm positive, thank you. Oh. Uh Declan? Um uh, Yeah. Yeah, um Yeah I'll, I'll, I'll have a slice. And he grimaces and holds out his plate. And you see the Lila like hunk off with the side of it, kind of break it off like a, like a, like the sound of, of a cracker almost breaking. He puts it on the, uh, the plate. Yeah, this is gonna be delicious. Uh, thanks, Morris. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, anyone else? Delian kind of sits there. Delian? Delian? You, you, you gonna eat? Yeah, 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 um... No, I, I, I ate two before before I picked up uh, something on the way home from, from work. And uh, I'm just not, not hungry. 
Oh, nonsense. You're going to eat anyways. She breaks off a piece, hands it over. Breaks off a piece for Delilah, hands it over. And you just, they all just look super upset as Tamara sits down. Uh, so, uh, Ghost, how long are you uh, staying in town? Um, I, I think I'm going to be here for a little bit and then head back out. I don't know how long exactly, but um, it'll probably be a little while. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Have you spoken to Drain in a while? Um, not really, um, I haven't really seen much of anyone recently. I mean, I saw Tig a little bit ago, but, um, there's some things I still have to work out. Yeah, yeah, um, of course. Uh, well, you got any, you got any plans while you're in town? Um, I was, uh, I was invited to a, uh, an event tomorrow night and I got to figure out if I want to go for that or not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, should be, should be fun. Right. Um, I know, I know we're staying home. It's just too dangerous on the streets right now with all the uh riots and such yeah i know i'd rather you guys stay safe than um have something unfortunate happen hey ghost uh Declan kind of looks at you you uh still looking for work once you settle down from adventure uh depends i don't know if the uh gentleman thief might call back to me or maybe i'll pick up a protege i'd don't know yet. It's still a long ways out. Um, well, we're we're still looking for. No, we're we're still looking for some more people to fill out the company. And uh, Stella says she misses you. As everyone else is kind of quiet. I uh. <laughs> I, uh I miss her too. Um, there's still some things I have to work out first before I uh try and reach back out to her yeah yeah of course and they all kind of just quietly not eat their food um except for Damara she was just absolutely chowing down um and with that we cut back over to Tig hello to cemetery time so you go to the cemetery and there's the fresh plot of land got the tombstone over top of it as you see, it's, here lies Raph Morgan, a testament to Will. Do I know how Raph died? You don't. As a matter of fact, there's only two people that you know of that know how Raph died, and neither one of them is saying anything about it. What two people know how Raph died? Iron Name mm. and Aurora. Mm. Um. Wow. Um. I think Tig is gonna like sort of sit next to the tombstone. Uh, you realize that uh, that ironically, you can see both Raph's tombstone. You can see silence and shadows shared mausoleum from here yeah 
everything just got so complicated. Um, I'm sorry I couldn't be here today, uh, Raph. Though I think you, out of everyone, would have understood trying to make the world a better place or whatever. I'm glad they seemingly did the appropriate burial rites for a vampire, but I guess I wasn't here to verify that, so I'm sorry I left. And I think she just sits there. There's a small rush of wind, like if someone's trying to speak to you, just can't. And as you sit there, the sun slowly starts to set. I think Tig will sit there for a few minutes and then she'll stand up and sort of dust herself off, set a hand on the tombstone. See you next time. Uh, and she'll walk and she'll sort of do a quiet, like paying of respects to shadow and silence. And then she'll head home. Give me a perception check, please. Perception. That's a 12. So you continue traveling on towards home. It's quiet and peaceful. Not a whole lot's going. By the time that you up on the monorail and head up to the steam ring and towards your street, it's about 7.45 at night. Not much for a quick meeting. I'll go home. <laughs> So you head inside and you see that uh, there's, you walk in and it's dimly lit. There's candles lighting the entire, the first floor. This is so much. This was not you, necessary. <laughs> you walk around the corner and there's the table set with mm -hmm. two plates of food. And mm -hmm. you see Vanth who is asleep. Playing on the, uh, laying on the piano. Looks like he was waiting to play the piano and fell asleep at the piano. I'll, I'll go, uh, and sort of just like nudge him a little bit. Be like, hey, hey, sweetheart, you fell asleep. Hold on, I had a, he wipes the drool from his chin. Uh, I had a piece. Hold on. Uh -huh. uh, he starts flipping through the music. Uh huh. Um, he plays like three wrong keys at first, <laughs> and then gets to playing the piano. Uh huh. How was how was work done? Terrible. Yeah. I don't know hands, if you. His hands slip out of the gloves as the gloves continue playing, and he gestures to you to sit down. I guess it. What happened? As he starts rubbing your shoulders. The. There was an explosion at the bronze ring, which delayed me because I was trying to help. And then got to the meeting and they're blaming the explosion on Undercity Folk and not on dissidents and they're trying to fucking 
pass that tax hike and increase military spending like we fucking need it. Like, it's just a mess. And now, hey, I don't know if you have plans for tomorrow, but we have a ball we got to go to tomorrow night. You know, I always make time for you. I know. It's just so stupid. This whole thing is stupid. It reminds me of the the conflict between the judge and the advisor. Sounds very similar. Did I ever tell you about this? You know, I don't think you have, actually. Well, a long time ago when I was the underpits of the abyss, there was a war between the advisor and the judge. The advisor thrives on the upheaval of government, rebellion, mm-hmm. blooding, scheming, regicide, those kinds of things. All things that the judge opposes. And so the theological debate of if there is a corrupt king who harms his people, uh-huh. overly works his people, and taxes everyone relentlessly if there was rebellion against this king the rebellion would be supported by the advisor yes ath checks out and he kind of was starting to work on that knot in that right shoulder and the king would be supported by the judge no in theory but would the new government under the rebellion after all was said and done, also be supported by the judge? If he speaks in absolutes like I think he does, then yeah. Mm -hmm. Because it's the new rule. Everyone wants what is far ahead of us and idealistic. But no one is ever happy with the work that it takes to get there. It's hard work. And I'm, and I'm happy to do the work. It's important work. God, I wish some of these senators weren't such fucking ass wipes. You, you know, I, uh, I dealt with a few bureaucrats in my time working in the abyss. Uh-huh. And, uh, well, I can always say that there's one thing that unifies all the politicians. And what's that? Power. <sighs> yeah. So ask yourself this, my dearest Antigone. Who stands to gain the most from the troubles that Alteras has? Who does stand to gain the most? This is a question that I have. <laughs> well, I cannot <laughs> answer this question for you as well as I'm simply helping you to brainstorm. Yes, I know, sweetheart. Because it sure as hell ain't me. Well, I can promise you that it is neither me. <laughs> well, you ready to sit down and eat? Yes, it. I'm starving. I don't think I've eaten since 10 a.m. Of course. Um, yeah, and she, he pulls out the seat for you and hands you a napkin. And you can lay across your nap, across your lap. So polite. Um... Sorry, he snaps his fingers and the plates automatically warm up. Because <laughs> I was gone so long. 
All right. Um, uh, dig in. And he starts eating. Uh, I also start eating. Um, so you guys are eating for a while. Um, and he's kind of talking back and forth with you. Um, would you give me a constitution saving throw, please? Uh, that is an eight. You feel absolutely sick to your stomach for some reason. Uh, I, sweetheart, I will be right back. Um, yeah, of course. Do you, are you okay? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Uh, uh, I'm going to excuse myself to go get ill in the restroom. <laughs> and you head to the restroom and, you know, you vomit profusely. Get, get sick. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, uh, after you're sitting there for a while, Vant kind of just comes over, knocks on the door lightly, and says, Um, are you okay? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Something just really upset my stomach. I don't think it was you, because the food was good. I don't... Ugh. Um, can you make me an insight check? Mm-hmm. DC 14. That's a six. <laughs> you have no idea whatever caused you to make it make, make you uh, feel caused sick. me to make me sick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sweetheart, would you get me some water? Mm, yeah, sure. Of course. Mm, great. Thank uh, you. Ice? No ice. Uh, ice, please. Thanks. All right. Of course. And he comes back with a glass of water. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to sip on that slowly for a little bit. Uh, while sitting still on the floor of the bathroom in case I feel the need to get ill again. The rest of the night passes. You feel ill quite a few times throughout the night. Er. Um, and you, uh, you all awake the next morning. Cinder, we start with you. You feel like you are waking up from a dream. You sit up after the events of yesterday, after trying on the outfit, after everything magical that had happened leading up to that point, all you see is the the tattered sewn outfit that your that your father had had originally wore. And you realize that it probably was a dream. It must have been because you must have sewn this back together in your sleep. Right. Um but Yes, I... But if that was if that was the case, then what is this book still doing? Um, I guess he will, like, open the book and look at it. You see the same page, the word beauty in the room. Hmm. What this was doing... In our... He, he kind of closes the book. Um, he, he gets up pretty early, um, it, and he's also pretty cold because his, again, his room is... In a high, kind of windy tower, or drafty tower, it's really cold most of the time. It's like, ugh. Um, so he quickly uh, kind of washes his face, and uh, he notices that the water is a lot cleaner than it usually is, and that, like, he doesn't have soot on his face, which is weird to him, but he's like, uh, I must have washed up, I guess. Um... Uh, and he, he gets ready and without like 
him even thinking about it, his his broom, unbeknownst to him, starts following him. And then, without really thinking about it, he's just holding his broom. Cinda! Cinda! It's time for breakfast! Where are the eggs? Coming, stepmother. Um. Yeah, I guess he's just uh, cooking breakfast. Um. He, he then takes uh, some portion of like cheese and leaves or or some other food stuff and leaves it on like a high shelf kind of out and uh um he he just kind of he's not entirely sure why he did that but he feels like he owes johnny and uh gregory something so he just leaves it there and uh brings out uh breakfast of course, in bed, because they never eat breakfast at the table. Or almost never. <laughs> they each want it in their individual beds. Um, yeah, you uh, you take out the breakfast then, and you hear the chime of the, of the door. As your stepmother looks at you, just handing, just handing uh, her her food. She says, uh, what will what, what you see to that, that the dreadful doorman whoever's at the door just get them away please cinder thank you thank you yes, stepmother and he walks out of the room and goes to the front door um so you head to the front door and uh what do you do um do we have like a peephole or something uh yeah you do have a uh, peephole. i guess he will look at who's here so you look over there and all you can see is the back of a girl's head like Looks like uh, darker hair. Um, she's wearing something nice. She can't really tell exactly what it is from this angle. Um, I guess he will open this door. Um, uh, yes. Uh, oh, hi. Uh, um. Uh, and you <laughs> get a good look at her, and she's um, she's got this copper skin, this kind of long, like golden blonde to dark brown hair. Um, she's got these really bright, vibrant green eyes, and you recognize her, uh, having seen her around a couple of times, uh, in the city when you were running errands mm. for your stepmother, and she just kind of looks at you and says, uh, um, uh, oh, uh, hey, um, hey, uh, there was, oh, um, Sorry, my name's Angela, and uh, I'm supposed to come by and uh, make sure everything oh, uh, is going to be... For uh, the ball, yes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, right, yeah. right this way. Um, I will... He's kind of, like, debating in his head whether or not it's worth it to inform his stepmother. He's like, uh, she usually gets their breakfast, and then she'll be grumpy and miserable for the rest of the day. Well, I mean, she will be regardless, but... Um, uh, what, uh, what business do you have immediately that I could potentially see to? Oh, uh, no, it's, it's, it's nothing, nothing like that. Uh, I just, uh... Um, I just need to make sure that, uh, because we have 
you know, people coming tomorrow, and you know, I just want to make sure that uh, everything's 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 safe. I, um, I'm really worried about everything tomorrow, mm. and, and you know, like everything that could happen, and everything that could like maybe oh, you know um, go wrong. Well, I, I just want to make sure that I suppose we do good. have quite a few uh, very important people uh, ex- as guests tomorrow. Um, I. I suppose I can give you a tour of the grounds. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, please. Uh, yes. Um. Uh, let's see. Uh, we have our main foyer here, and um, and I guess he just kind of goes through a like tour of the house of. Um, and and uh, here is our uh, ballroom. I thought it was called a foyer. Oh, um, it, it's uh. Hold on. What is the... What's the language? I think it's a language thing, and it, it's a word that originates in another... Um... Oh, so it's kind of like... It's kind of like a... Kind of like a, like a mud room? N- no. Uh... Asteri. It, it's from the... Uh, the word is borrowed from Asteri, and then it, uh... It, you know, got in... Got Ooh. put into common. Uh, common has a lot of borrowed words from... A number of other languages. Oh, so. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, well, it's it's very beautiful. Uh, um, yes. Um, I am just now realizing that I probably should have wiped my boots off, and um, I am it, dying. It, it, so, I'm, it's, it's, I'm so uh, sorry. It, it's okay. I I have my broom, and he, uh, just kind of sweeps up after her. Um, d- don't worry. I'll I'll have it clean by uh by the time the party start yeah yeah um it's it means like uh you know uh are, are you gonna um you no know, uh i i hope to um i mean i i think i have something suitable to wear but i it's i think it's a little stitched together um um well I mean, you could. I mean, you you could. Um, I hope you can come to the. Uh, the ball. I hope you're there. Um, I. Be nice to to. Uh, know know someone and. Uh, right. Um. Yes, I I believe, I believe I ran into you at the market. You. You tried to, just grab. A, uh, an apple off the stall and you didn't you didn't know that money was the thing yeah yeah i mean like so i mean here, here here's the thing right so like i was kind of like kept in like a tower like by myself trapped and then whatever food like was there i could like that that was the food that i got so like uh now it's just like now it's like if, if I if I go over there, like I had to learn what money was, and then everyone's like asking me to do all these things, and like I'm just like way over my head, and like, uh, you know, and I have just shared way too much. I am no, sorry. no, no, I am no, gonna no, be no, quiet no. now. Uh, you, you have the freedom to say what you want to most of the time. I, um, uh, that's it. That's something I envy certainly. Um, I uh. I know what it's like to be stuck in one place for for a while. I mean, 
at the very least, it's a nice-looking place, but... And, and I know that, you know, there are other people who don't have a, have a roof over their head. I, I, I shouldn't complain, but... You know, if... For, for what it's worth, I... I don't believe all those things that you're... You, you know, you know what I oh, mean? um... Yeah, I, I suppose you've heard the rumors that I... Um make things up I yeah I mean I mean I think that I've got a pretty good judge of character and well you seem like a good one to me that's certainly appreciated well um oh uh just, uh do you want to show me the the where, where, where like Where's the food? Oh, made? Uh, the kitchen. Um, the, okay. I mean, it's not as nice as the ballroom, but um, uh, he he kind of shows her to the kitchen. There's like a little, um, there's a hearth and there's like a chair pulled up next to it, uh, and a blanket on the chair. He's like, oh, I I forgot to put that away yesterday night. Um, uh, huh. um. Uh, yeah, uh, th uh, this is generally where, uh, uh, we, where I make the food, um, uh, uh, let's see, it's about lunchtime, because they always eat a later brunch, um, w would you, would you care if I made you something? Well, that'd be, that'd be all, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, he will make her something, and, uh, he actually has the chef feet, so, um, his food, um, can actually, like, restore people's hit points and, like, grant temporary hit points, so it's apparently very, very good cooking. Um, so, as you're kind of going there, she's kind of, like, kind of, like, looking over your shoulders, watching your things. Like, oh, wow. You know, you could, you could, I would love if you could teach me sometime. I'd be honest. The whole thing, like, magic just mystifies me. Like, how do you, how do you do that? Well, I'm not magical. I, I, I can't do anything like that. I just, you know, you, um, it, it's a learned skill. Um, I wasn't too terribly good at it when I first started. And he thinks about when he first started when he was like five or six and had to cook for three people. Uh, he's like, um, but, uh, you know, with time, I got much, much better at it. And I had lots of encouragement. And he doesn't flash... He tries to actively push out the memories of the encouragement that he was given to improve his cooking. Mm -hmm. So, uh, though, I'm sure, uh... Yeah. Yes? Why is there a guest in our kitchen? This is not the way that we host people. I am so sorry, Lady Angela. Let me show you to... The proper decorum. And uh, she goes to scoop up, like, like scooch out uh, 
scooch out um, Angela from underneath you as she points directly at all the floor on uh, in the kitchen. And Angela kind of looks over her shoulder and says, um, it's nice, nice seeing you. Yes, nice seeing you. And with that, we pop over to Ghost. Ghost, you have three hours until this shindig is supposed to go down. As you get up for the day, what are you doing? I am going to make a field trip to my parents' grave. Okay. So you head over to the graveyard. And you get to the mausoleum. Right right past Raph's freshly buried body. You get to your parents' mausoleum where it says silence and shadow over top. There's no one else in the cemetery. It's just you. What are you doing? I'm uh, going to sit down and just put my back along one of the pillars. Um, Iman, Pa. Um, uh, I know I was just here yesterday, but I felt like I should, uh, I should come back. Um, I... I ran into Tig, and um, I was invited out to a ball. Um, to be honest, I I don't know if I should go or not. Um, after what happened four years ago with you, Pa, and what happened with you, Ma, six months ago, it's still hard for me to uh, process everything. And I, I, to be honest, I don't know what to do. I mean, you should go. You should go, and you should avenge us. I don't, uh... I don't think vengeance would be the, uh... the right call on this one. Oh, so you're just going to let us... be forgotten, then? No, I... <laughs> I'll, uh... I'll never forget you guys. You know, you're my parents after all, but... I'm... I, I don't kill. And I will not kill my friends. What did your friends do when we died? What did they do? Mourned with me? Helped me through it? I mean, I still remember watching your head roll across the floor, Dad. I still remember it like it was yesterday. The thing you told me that night was don't go out by yourself. And instead of going out to help you, I, uh, I, I just said yeah my dad can handle himself and left him outside by himself I can't exactly get vengeance against myself on that one huh and what about for your mother I will not kill my friend in an act of vengeance because I'm angry I'm angry at myself for not being there I'm angry at the situation I'm just confused and scared and I'm not looking for vengeance I'm looking for advice on what to do and if you're just going to keep saying revenge and avenge, then I should go. Because vengeance is not what I do, and you both know me better than that. Right, son. I know. It's hard, Dad. But you're probably right. And, uh... You either have to rip and bear it until it breaks you, or you have to forgive and let go no matter what 
Your father and I will always be here for you. I know, Mom. Even now. That's why I came to you guys. <laughs> you guys always knew me best. And, uh, Ghost stands up and puts some flowers down at the, uh, the mausoleum. And he says, um, I, uh, I guess I gotta go get ready for a ball. I got, uh, I got a mission. The Windsor knot is the superior knot for balls. All right, Mom. With that, we head over to Tig. Mm. Tig, you are starving right now. <laughs> what breakfast items are in my home? <laughs> um, well, there are several different, um, uh, several different, uh, dried, like, peanuts and, and like like trail mix type deal sure raisins and stuff like that sure um but appetizing of most all is a present that was sent from cadmus for your last birthday um and it's this giant pickle jar but inside the pickle jar instead is stuffed an entire head of red cabbage so it's pickled cabbage. Yep. And it just sounds absolutely delicious right now. Uh, Tig has is like sitting at the table, like with the jar and just like a fork, just eating straight out of the jar. Uh, pickled cabbage. Can I get you to roll me another insight check, please? Mm hmm. Yeah. That is much better. That's a 21. It has just dawned on you. Yeah. I am continuing to eat pickled cabbage and I am fully like, just like staring at the the, like calendar on the wall. Just (laughs) like, like doing math in my head as I eat this pickled cabbage. Vanth kind of comes around the corner and sees you there eating the pickled cabbage and it's like, oh, Joyce for the morning. Um, did you get much sleep after last night? Uh, yeah, I got, got a little, yeah, the cabbage for whatever reason just sounded really good. I don't, uh. I think, I think that's been in our cabinet for seven months now. It's pickled. That's the whole point of pickling. I'm just. Yeah, you're you're right. Um, a any particular outfit you'd like for tonight? I'm just gonna go and get my suit pressed before tonight. I was wondering um, if I should take anything to the tailor. Um, that navy dress, that one, that'll be good. Yeah, I'll go ahead and get that. Care of that, I'll see you around about an hour. Yeah, that sounds great, hon. Mm, he kind of uh, leans in, kisses you on the forehead, and is like, not a big fan of cabbage, so... Yeah, that's understandable and fair. Uh, I'll be sure to brush my teeth before you get back. Love you, dearest. Love you, too. And he scoops up the clothes and heads out towards, uh, towards the tailor. And uh, what are you doing now? Hey, what? (laughs) 
is there a, a Vittori equivalent to a, a drugstore pregnancy test? There is absolutely an Alteris. This is Beautiful. the only city that has one. <laughs> the only city that has one. I am going and buying like um, um, 20, like just so many. <laughs> um. So you head over to the drugstore, like hoping hoping and praying to whatever Palinarum is going to listen to you right now, that the person that is working that counter is not who you think it is. And, mm. as, soon as, you, and as soon as you enter, uh -huh. you see Damaris just sitting there, head like leaned up against her hand at the counter. Welcome Shh. to the pharmacy. Uh, hasn't, even, hasn't even noticed it's you yet. I'm going to fully ignore that it's <laughs> like, I'm just sort of doing that thing of like, Maybe if I just don't say anything and she just doesn't look up, I she just won't notice and it won't be an issue and we just don't have to deal with it. Uh, I'm going to go and collect my supplies uh, and then go and bring out. And you head, head over to there and it says, that'll be six oh. Um, hi, Tig. Hi, Damaris, I need you to... Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh six gold. Uh Tig pays it and then just like salutes to Mars and gets the fuck out of Dodge. Just like good. I cannot Good luck. Bye. See you. And uh you head back home. Mm -hmm. And it's it, it it was a pretty quick pretty quick trip, so you head back inside and uh what do you do from there? Do you go and take the test, I assume? Yes, of course I do. <laughs> I want to do this while Vanth is not home. <laughs> um, yep, so uh, fast forward a little bit here. Um, yeah. It's going to be pretty much all positives. Yeah, I figured. I think Tig is just staring at like six tests that all say the same thing. Like that's just what she's doing is like she's having an out-of-body experience of 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 this. <laughs> Like, I don't even think she's had the moment to, like, figure out if she's, like, happy about it or, not. like, what the vibe is. I think it's just, like, th so out of the blue that she's just sort of staring at them and just, like, disassociating. <laughs> Darling, I'm home. I, uh, there was, uh, Tito's was selling tacos again, and I picked up a, uh, a couple for you. Uh, I know how much you like the vegetarian tacos that were there. Darling, uh, you... <laughs> I think she's still just staring at the six tests. Like, I don't think she's moved just, or I, responded I, I, or I, reacted. I assumed you were still in the bathroom. So. Yeah, that's exactly where I am. It's in the bathroom staring at these several tests on the sink, just looking at them. <laughs> uh, darling, there hmm, must be something going um, In the bathroom. Oh, okay. Um... Well, um, I have tacos out here for you. Never, you're ready. Uh, I think she's gonna pocket one of the tests and like hide the other ones. Okay. Uh, and go out. Uh, and and give Fanta a hug and sort of like a, a a kiss on the cheek, saying, "I brushed my teeth. You don't have to worry uh, anymore. Thank you for the tacos. That's very kind." Everything okay? Uh, uh, 
I figured out why I got so sick yesterday. Uh, too heavy on the on the aioli. No. No. Um. Uh, Tig's gonna pull out the test and just sort of set it down. Uh, what's this? Um, I took six. They all look like that. Do you, do you, is, do you have the flu? Sweetheart, I know you were trapped in a gun for a very long time, but please. For <laughs> the love of God. We're pregnant. You know, yeah, um, really? Really. And then we're going to head over to <laughs> Cinder. Cinder, you're back up in your back up in your room after finishing all the rest of the chores mm -hmm. and uh, cooking a five course meal for hundreds of people. Mm -hmm. uh, at, at least today, she sprung and, uh, for having at least two other servants. <laughs> just for, just today. for today, though. And you get up there, you take a second to sit down for just a few seconds, and you hear from beneath you. Um, hey, uh, did you, um, what happened? Uh, uh, what do you mean, Johnny? I mean, what, 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 you not use a book? Oh, no, no, we, oh, the, the book, yeah, we, you, <laughs> oh, I, I must have told you about that strange dream I had, right? With the, that's my dream. What, what do you mean? Of course. It, j just look at my father's outfit. I, I, I stitched it together. See? It, it's nothing fancy or... No, no, no. That one is, is magic. You said we can do it. Um, well, I, I suppose I have to start getting dressed anyway. But, um, and, and I guess he will uh, just start changing into this outfit. Um... Uh, his, his hands, uh, yeah, it, and as he's, like, taking off his clothes, um, he is magically also cleaning himself, but he doesn't, like, realize it, and when he puts on the outfit, um, he, he just kind of looks in the mirror and he says, see, it's, it's just regular clothing. No, uh, no, you, you need the book. I need the book. The book, right, right. Uh, he takes out the book and he just looks at the one rune and the word beauty and he's like beauty flash of purple flame once again the woman reconstitutes well I thought you'd never ask me to come back I, uh, you mean that that wasn't a dream Oh no, I'm afraid that was very, very real. I, um, oh dear. What's the matter? Um, Aren't you ready for the ball? Oh, uh, I... Oh, no, I see. I think we have a couple of things that we need to do first. Um, uh, okay, uh, whatever you say. <laughs> well, first thing, we can't have your, well... We can't have your stepmother stumping on your day, huh? No, I, I suppose not. So, first thing, and she blows a little bit of dust in your face. There, 
Now, no one at the bar will recognize oh. you. Ah, <laughs> uh, that should be exciting. It's uh, it's like one of those uh, masked balls that they have. Uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> uh, it should be. I. I don't know how to thank you. I. This is all so wonderful. I. This. Re I guess this is why I, I thought it was a dream. It's. It's unbelievable. Um. Is there. Well? Is there something that you. That you want from me after all this is. Done. No. What makes you think I'd want something from you? I, 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 oh, I didn't mean it like that. I, I just, I didn't want to feel like you were putting yourself out for no reward or, or anything like that. No. Don't worry about that. No. For your next few things, first, she waves her hand and you see your rat friend grow into about a six foot eight half orc in a basically a pinstripe suit oh oh dear there you go there is your bodyguard for the night <laughs> and you and she waves her hand and your mouse friend um slowly turns into a footman for a chariot. Uh, except for, you notice that instead of the uh, footman's hat, he has on a, a cabbie hat. Oh. <laughs> wow. Uh, Gregory, Johnny, you both look uh, incredible. Hmm. Step. And she waves her hand and creates this small ring. This is your ticket okay use this at the right time and your whole future will be changed for you use it at the wrong time and things could be dire but I'm afraid this particular thing here well it does have a little bit of a caveat to it you see you could take this and have a chance to change your future, to secure a new fate. But if you do, then when I come round next time, I'm going to ask for something in return. One thing. What would you ask of me? Oh, nothing too dire or important. No, it'd be something easily replaceable. It's a simple transaction. The way I work, unfortunately. I... I'd like to know what I'd give up if... It's not too much trouble. Well... I would love to tell you, but... There is the... Rather troublesome bit of... Me not knowing. You see, this isn't something that's going to... Happen soon. It'll be... Far from now. Later in your... And I don't even know what it is yet. Can Cinder make an insight check? Sure, go ahead. Um, 11. She absolutely and unequivocally is meaning everything that she is saying. That whatever, whatever, if there's anything facetious going on with Nibira, 
you're not too sure of it. I... I'll do this if you can promise me one thing. Oh? What is it? That you won't... That you won't ask for my children or, or anything... Anything of my family. Whatever... Whatever you must take, it must be mine and mine alone. I can agree to those terms. Well, here you are. And she hands you your ring. Thank you. No. The tizzy of a spell on your stepmother. She has forgotten you exist for a little while. <laughs> in the in the bedway. Yes. Um. I, so, I don't imagine that was too hard. Well, you'll have to get yourself oh, out of here. Uh, right. Um. Uh. Mm-hmm. And you have fun at your ball, I, okay? I will. I will. Remember. This is this is this is yes. your day, okay? Thank you, thank you so much. Um, well, of course. Uh, and and before he like um, or as he opens the door, his broom like springs into his hand, and he's like, "That's weird. Did did you do that? No, I have done nothing of the sort. You see, you are more like your father than you realize. No." I believe you have some place uh, to be. Yes, um, but but I do have to get out of here. Um, and it's like a weird idea, but like his head starts filling with like stories of witches flying on brooms, and at first he thinks it's kind of silly, but he like sits on it like he's going to, and then the broom starts flying with like him underneath it, and he like, uh. It like shakes the first time it happens, and then it keeps flying, and then he's like, "Oh, whoa, whoa, okay, um, okay, this is real, this is real, this is very real, uh, okay, just, just down the window. Oh gosh, I'm so high up, I'm so high up." Um, oh, oh, you, you two, grab onto the broom, and we can, we can all. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Grab it on the broom. Uh, Oh boy, ah, this is, this is, this is insane. This is insane. This is insane. What is happening right now? Oh boy. Um, and and you fly yep. out of the window, and with that, we will fast forward a little bit. We fast forward to the line outside of Briar Hall, getting ready to head inside to the ballroom and enjoy the festivities. Hig, you and Vanth are there with each other. Uh, Ghost, you a little bit further behind. And Cinder, you right behind Ghost, who you have never met before. Um, pleasure to make your acquaintance. It's a, it's a pleasure to make yours as well. I'm, I'm Ghost, and I reach out for a handshake. And uh, he shakes your hand in turn. It's a yes, pleasure. Um, uh, uh, are you uh, are you friends with the uh, uh, chairwoman? Uh, yes, Antigone. Antigone. Um, yeah, we uh, we did some adventuring together, and uh, she asked for a special favor, so I decided to uh, come pay a visit. Antigone, what do you think about Daniela? That's a nice name, right? It's kind of nice. No. 
No, that's... No, not Daniela. I don't... Mm. Um, I... Uh, <sighs> as they are, um, kind of like, um, he's like, oh, uh, I, I don't mean to interrupt. I, I just wanted to, um, introduce myself. Hi, I'm Tig Florakis. It's it's nice to meet you. And and uh, uh, your name is Asher. It's it's lovely to meet you. I hope you have a wonderful time at the oh, event. I'm sure I will. Oh, I've always wanted to go to a big fancy ball like this, and now I finally have the opportunity. Well, oh, I hope you have a wonderful so time. What about what about what about Petunia? Absolutely not. Where are you Petunia? getting these names? Should I be worried, Tig? Uh, no, we're getting a dog. Oh, um, well, as far as dog names go, um, it's usually best to go with something short that, uh, you can say very quickly. Um, like, uh, Bond or Fido or... James. Hmm? What, what was about, that? What about, what about Amaryllis? Amaryllis. Um, this is more on the right track. I, I mean, I... I would say that's kind of not what you would want for a dog's name, but I, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, but I use a nickname. Nicknames are nice. I'm sure we could find a way to oh, shorten yes, something yes. like that. Um, like Amy or. Yeah. Uh, Tig is while this conversation is happening is like making a face at, <laughs> at Vanth, like in public, really, dude? <laughs> like, you, can see, you can see that Vance is just, like, giddily excited right now and is just... It's been the only thing in his mind for a while now. Incredibly cute. Very sweet. We're in public and I do not want to tell other people, but it's very cute. Uh, what breed of dog are you getting? Oh, I'm thinking, uh... We're thinking either a beagle or a dachshund. Um, oh. something smaller. I'm, uh, I'm sure that will be lovely. Uh, we we used to have a dog, but then my stepmother wanted a oh uh, she wanted a cat, and we had to get rid of it. <sighs> yeah. Oh, that's annoying. Yes, that's um, unfortunate. But you know what? I'm not gonna mention her again for the rest of the night because tonight is my night, and I'm not gonna think about her. That sounds Hell like yeah. a great mindset to have, for sure. Uh, Ghosts. Hey, hey, um, hey, uh, hi, Angela. How are you? You look great. Oh, oh thanks. Uh, it's just a something, something. Uh, I had a store. It's a, it, like a like a nice deep red, and I thought it would go well. And uh, wow, you were. Hi, I'm I'm Angela. Uh, have we met? Um, have we met before? Uh, if you're gonna tell me you've seen me in your dreams, I I'm afraid that's a bit of a corny line. Uh, no, just something about you uh, seems familiar. My just... name is... Asher. Asher. Why does that sound so familiar? I... <laughs> um... Uh, uh, my name's Angela. It's, it's, it's nice lovely to meet, to meet you. you too. Would you mind accompanying me to the dance floor it, it occurs to me that i don't have a have a dance partner yet oh uh, as long as you don't mind your feet getting stepped on uh, yeah. i i don't think you're that bad but i won't mind either way this is very and cute <laughs> they both 
um, Cinder grabs Angela's hand and they both mm-hmm. head inside. And uh, Ghost, you, Tig, and Vanth are all, all out there. And you see Graydon come up uh, looking just like Graydon, still in his armor. Yeah, I mean, it's... <laughs> he's still working. <laughs> this is just a big event. Um, Ghost is in his human form wearing the suit he wore to uh, Raph's funeral. Yikes. Shoot me in the heart. My only suit. <laughs> Buy another suit. Don't make well, me feel bad. Cinder at least has a reason to only have one nice suit. <laughs> in my defense, Ghost wasn't home yeah, for a while. This is true. I didn't expect to have to buy a suit. And I might as well just use the same suit. I mean, that- it's fair. I'm just sad. Um, Tig, can I talk to you? Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, she'll like squeeze Vance's hand and and go off with with Ghost. Uh, you, just you, 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 you just see him start talking to uh, Graydon about uh, uh, no something. No, no dog names, hopefully. And you and Ghost kind of sequester off in the area. Mm-hmm. I uh, I have two things I want to talk to you about. Okay. Um. The first is, I guess, personal. The second is business. Sure. Understandable. I'm sorry for being, I guess, upset and angry and seeming like I was pushing everybody away. What happened with my mom six months ago, I understand, wasn't your fault. And I need to learn and accept what happened to both my dad all those years ago and my mom and it's just been hard to process things so i'm sorry for not keeping in touch i'm not uh, i'm sorry for not talking with the rest of the party um i'm just i'm i'm sorry ghost it's not your fault Uh, all your feelings about what happened with your mom I would be lying if I say it hasn't eaten me up inside a little bit every day uh, since then. I I'm, I made you a promise and I didn't follow through in any meaningful way. Um, I'm, I'm sorry to, uh, I could have reached out since we buried her. I could have tried harder to make amends. I could have done a lot of things. And I wallowed in my own guilt about the matter instead. I uh, chose to do the same. I could have reached out. I could have communicated. I could have talked. Stella left because she thought I was pushing everybody away. But I was just trying to figure out how to... How to cope with everything and talking to my parents, talking, and I'm going to put talking in air quotes, to my parents today, they made me realize forgiveness is a lot harder than vengeance. And I'd rather forgive and help my friends with their lives as well as continue my own. 
because I'm not a vengeful person and I refuse to be one despite everything that's happened. I'm glad you're not a vengeful person. My dad would be ashamed if I was. Um, thank you for, for agreeing to help me out and for, uh, for forgiving me, weirdly enough. That, <laughs> that, that feels better. It, it feels, I'm, I'm glad, I don't know. I, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I, I'm just, I guess, glad that we're speaking. It's been so long since I've talked to anybody from Andromeda. I couldn't even make time to go to Raph's funeral yesterday because I was too busy trying to... I don't even know. It's... Um, don't worry, we can reach out and talk everyone into coming to visit. Everyone who's left. Rest in peace, Raph. <laughs> and Ghost kind of chuckles a little bit. He's somewhere. Causing mischief, I'm sure. Oh yeah, praising the sun. Typical of that fashion. Praising the sun, for sure. Um, what's the, what's the business? So who am I watching? The two that I trust the least are a Senator Durr and a Senator Briar. This is Briar's house. Um, nasty lady. Um, those two in particular seem up to something. There's also... What's the name of the old guy? The shitty old man? That's uh, that's Senator Cleegan. There's also Senator Cleegan, who I'm also not a huge fan of, though he just sort of seems generically bad and not actively bad. But if you hear anything from anybody just let me know if you wouldn't mind of course um and this ring is uh i just put it on and it just automatically records there's no time limit to it dm hell yeah <laughs> you, were, you were not you were not told anything else other than that. i never told anything else other sounds good to me <laughs> uh yeah as far as i know that's how that works um uh but, like I said, if you f hear something fishy sooner, d d find me, grab me, we can chat. <laughs> of course. Um, do you happen to know how old she is? Who? Briar? Of course, yes. Uh, damn, do I happen to know how old this lady is? Uh, she's in her mid-50s. Mid-50s, somewhere in that ballpark. Noted, and Ghost is going to make himself look uh, like late 40s. Right. Um, uh, Kay's going to get ready to like head back to, to Vanth and Graydon. Um, but before she goes, she's going to be like, Ghost, you should reach out to Stella. I think that's my, uh, my next step. I'm sure and she misses you. I miss her too. And I'm going to make my way over to the lady. The lady, uh, Tig as is going guys, to return to Graydon and Vanth. So as, as you all head inside with everybody, you see that it's this giant ballroom, right? And mm -hmm. here you've seen everyone, uh, everyone from the from the Senate is here. Uh, you see that there are um, various representatives from all throughout the economic 
class society. There's even a few uh, commoners that are here as well, um, dressed up in their best and enjoying the festivities. Um, you see uh, from the Cadigans, you see that Declan Cadigan is here, um, but no, no other uh, Cadigans here with them. Uh, you see Ghost, you see Stella, not too far away, um, who is currently uh, talking rather fastly with Declan. Um, and you, on the other side, you see Lady Briar, Jezebel Briar, who is currently animatedly talking with Senator Dur and Senator Cleegan. Uh, you see uh, the young gentleman and Angela, who you had met earlier, uh, dancing in the center of the ballroom. Uh, you see Vanth and Graydon, who are talking over in a corner, and Graydon kind of just keeping his eyes on the entire crowd. There are at least 20 different uh, of Paris Vanguard members within the ballroom, all just kind of casually strolling, watching everybody. There's an open table filled with all kinds of food and drink and such that's able to be picked off of and what have you. And there are three or four um, waiters that are carrying around flutes of champagne. All right. First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to walk up to Stella and then make my look myself look my regular age before I uh, go back to uh, infiltration. Um, excuse me, ma'am. Do you have, uh, time for a dance? Really? I mean, yeah, really. Really? What, was ma'am too formal? What are you doing? Um, reconciling and realizing one of the biggest mistakes I've made was, uh, letting you walk away that day and letting Team Andromeda walk away as well. I was uh, in a very, very difficult spot. I, I, uh, I think I finally started making my way through. Um, Tig also invited me here, so I can't turn down a friend. Well, I'm... Yeah. Yeah. I'll dance with you. So I'm going to pull Stella. How much... Oh, no. I'm like 5'8". How much taller is Stella than me? Uh, Stella is about... Is about five nine, five ten. Oh, so she's a little bit taller than me. Hell yeah! All right, and I'm just gonna dance with Stella for a little while. You know, I really wish you would come around a lot sooner. I uh, I wish I did too. If I'm being honest, it's uh, it it was hard. It was really hard after everything that happened with my father and my mother. But I realized that vengeance isn't the only route that one would have to take. Yeah. And forgiveness is the best route and the only action I probably would have taken because I, ref I vengeance isn't me. It's not ghost. Yeah. And I'd also rather be a man that you can brag and boast and talk about than just be a shallow husk of a person I once was. Ghost, I just... I just wanted you to open up and talk to me. That's that's all I wanted. And I'm sorry it took me this long to do it. 
And with that, we head over to Tig and Vanth. Tig, you get over to Vanth as he and Grant well, are wrapping up their conversation. I, do I know what the conversation is? <laughs> you you hear you hear Vanth go into, and that is personally why I believe that the creme brulee is superior in every way to puddings. <laughs> He is right. <laughs> Creme brulee is the superior dessert. Mm. Uh, Tig's gonna uh, like link her arm with with Manth as she says that. Everything all right, dearest? Yeah, everything is peachy cane. Well, would you do me the honor of a dance? Yes, of course. He leads you out to the dance floor. Pig, Cinder, and Ghost. Can I have mm. eat? Roll me mm. a perception check, please. Can can I? Good. I'm good at those. I'm bad at those. Sure. Uh, not gonna help. Um, total of eight. I got a ten. I was good at those, and then I rolled a nat one. <laughs> We're First so thing, bone. It's a nat one, baby. We so, got hey, this. We did it. Yeah, and the shit rolls out of the way now. Oh god, I'm so scared. You all across the floor, riding and Cinder, if you could please refer to your character sheet oh. for the ring that I added. Uh, hold on, let me refresh and see if it shows up. Okay, do you want me to read this out loud? No, I just want okay. you to understand. No, I don't like this. Oh no. I'm so stressed. I'm so scared and so stressed. So, you become aware of all of the ring's functions at this mm -hmm. point in time, okay, Cinder? Vanth kind of leans into you, Tig, says, mm -hmm. So, I was thinking a little bit more, and I know that we haven't really had to talk about uh, our feelings on the mm -hmm. I think my feelings on the matter are clear. You haven't really shared, shared what your feelings are. Dreadfully sorry that I voiced them. I apologize. I think when I realized, and when I took about nine million tests, it was all just fear. Because it's so unexpected and it's so out of the blue and it was all just fear and the fear is still there a little bit because this is a a, a a baby is a huge responsibility a child is a huge responsibility and I have historically felt like I have not handled my responsibilities the best but I am I am happy I I, I am I'm I, there is there is no one I would rather do this with than than you, honey. And yes, it's unexpected and a little scary, but it'll it'll be okay. You know, even it's from my point of view that even the most harshest of conditions, the most beautiful of flowers can You're real cheesy, you know that, sweetie. <laughs> I, 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 I have been told. 
I love you. And I will say, you have gotten significantly better at dancing since our first dance. Yeah, it's all the practice you make me do in our house. I have I have rid myself of my two left feet. Aren't you proud of me? I am very proud of you. And <laughs> so, mm -hmm. how about Hyacinth? No, it's too stuffy. That's fine. It's too stuffy. Oh, um, darling, are you expecting a lot of magic to be coming through the door? Uh, presently? Like, uh, Tig's gonna, Tig is looking at, like, turned, looked over her shoulder, looking at the door. You see a small kind of crowd of the commoners come in. There's about 15, 20 of them. They're all dressed nice and heading to the dance floor. Can I roll an insight check on what's going on? Sure. Uh, 19. There's a large group of individuals coming in from the city. They're all moving together. Um, and you know that Vanth has a very peculiar ability to basically have detect magic on at all times. Mm -hmm. um, and it seems like he's saying to you that he picked up something coming from that group. Right. Um, what do I have? Uh, I'm gonna pull Vanth from. We're gonna vacate the dance floor. I'm gonna see if I can get Ghost's attention. I'll try to also get Cinder's because I was like, this was a sweet kid that I like met outside to sort of like motion to be like, hey, exit the dance floor. Uh, and I am headed towards Graydon to let him know. Um, could you give me a, let's make it a performance check and Cinder and Ghost, you guys can give me a perception check with advantage as long as, as long as Tig beats a DC 12 on the performance. Oh, All right. Yeah. I got an 18. I'm also going to use you got my, it. uh, guidance. So 15. 13. Okay. Uh, so you both notice Tig trying to get you guys' attention. Um, I'm like jerking my head like off the floor. Like everybody uh, get off the dance floor. Actually, would, would you like uh, to get something to drink real quick? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I, I, I could go for a yes, drink yes. or uh, some punch. Uh, neither I do really I. drink alcohol, um, but yeah. Yes. Let's, uh, let's get some off the dance floor. Yeah. 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 And Cinder kind yeah, of yeah. direct yeah. her away. Uh, gonna look at Stella and be like, uh, it appears that our friend would like us to uh, come say hello to her and her husband, boyfriend. boyfriend. And, uh, not, not married. Scandalous. <laughs> Ghost doesn't know. He never met Vance. Scandalous. Um, but it appears that uh, Tig is looking for us. Uh, I am making yeah, a yeah, beeline for for yeah. Graydon. So get over to to Graydon, and you see that the crowd is kind of dispersed amongst the uh, the dance floor at this point. Hey, uh, uh, Graydon, uh, Vanth yeah. pick, picked up on uh, a large thing of magic that came in with that large group. 
Um, Vance, sweetie, can you pinpoint where it's gone now since the group sort of dispersed? Yeah. And whatever it was, it's being masked now. Mm. But I can pick up traces Mm. on six people. And he's going to mark them out for you. Great. I would suggest taking notes on this. Yeah. I'm gonna uh, take those notes. Okay. One he points out is a Ganeed woman. uh, About six foot eight, blonde hair, and uh, wearing a black dress with a fur mantle. The next is a Firam man uh, wearing red, uh, some kind of like loose tux. The next is a Asteri who is wearing a uh, kind of like a, like a robe essentially. Um, it's like a dark gray. The next is a human woman, maybe 19 or 20, uh, who is darker skinned and black hair. Um, and the next one is a cauldronborn. Um, who's got like a, has got like a scales on the neck and, um, a long pointed snout and spikes across the uh, center of the head. Who is wearing a deep blue, like almost like a, almost like a like a navy blue, but darker uh, tuxedo. And the final is a, uh, from what you can tell, is an Owlin, um, who is wearing a green flowing ball ground ball gown. Okay. Um. Am I able to run like an insight check on these folks? Uh, yeah, you can make an insight check, which is one standard insight. Natural 20. It's It's a 23. Every single one of these six individuals is acting sketch. They are nervous, they are antsy, and they are absolutely on edge. You have never seen a single one of them before, and you've been working up and down around the city of Alteris for quite some time. Yeah. Um, in addition to that, you see that Senator Dur is also extremely anxious and has already eyed three of them. I hate this guy. <laughs> the three that he has eyed are the Asteri, the Cauldronborn, and the Ganeed woman. Okay. Um, I am going to turn to Graydon and be like get whomever if you trust uh uh I will point out the six um be like all of them are acting super sketchy Senator Durr over there has been also acting sketchy and it has been eyeing the Ganeed woman the Asteri and the Cauldronborn I am not an enforcer of any kind um I just want you to have the information to maybe investigate, do something. I don't know. Yeah, I, I can. I can go talk to him. Uh, wonderful, thank you. And he hands off to start talking to him. Um, and what are you guys doing meantime? I'm gonna look at Stella, 
and be like, uh, you want to help me with a, uh, a special task? Uh, yeah, sure. What's up? Well, uh, I've been tasked by Tig to, uh, keep an eye on some suspicious people, and it looks like one of them is, uh, kind of hanging off to the outskirts. So let's say we, uh, go pay him a visit. Yeah, yeah, sure. Sounds like fun. I'm, uh, I'm going to put on the ring that Tig gave me, and I'm going to walk over to, uh, Senator Durr. Okay. So, yeah, you walk over to Senator Door, and he kind of looks at you. Um, can I help you? Hi, Senator. Um, my name is Spectre. Um, I love the work you've been doing for the city. Oh, yeah. Thank you. It's, it's a long time, but we will rebuild. It's, uh, it's important that we make the city of Gears great again. I agree with you. Um, oh. After, uh, he fell. It hasn't been the same. Um, also, may I introduce to you my wife, uh, Stella? Uh, she kind of smirks. It's a pleasure to meet you, Senator. I'm a big fan of all the reforms that you're doing. Yeah, thank you. Um, I do what I can. Um, if you'll excuse me, thank you. And he kind of slides past you guys. Can I make a stealth check to follow him? Sure. Make a stealth check. 21. Yeah, you slip in and start following him without any inclination as to him knowing that you were there. Cool. I'm just going to stay silent and follow him. And Mm -hmm. Cinder, Angela kind of looks up at you and says, I I can't get past it. I I feel like I've seen you somewhere before. Um, Before this. Do you... Do you remember rumors about a about a boy named Cinder? I feel like I should, but hmm. it's not uh, there. I don't know if this makes any sense or not, but it's that's only for tonight. Right now, I am sort of putting on my best, and truth be told, tomorrow it's all going to disappear and I'll just be who I was before again. I mean, it can't be that bad. You seem amazing. I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, you're you're like awesome and... Well, uh, um, I very much appreciate that and, and, you know, I've gotten some advice recently that I should that I really should just be more confident in myself. I... I hope, I hope that when I do go back to who I was before, that you and I can still, um, be together. As, um, he's kind of hold. I mean, (laughs) I mean, um. No, no. Sorry, I didn't. And Cinder just now realizes that he never let go of her hand and that he's still just holding her hand. I... Yeah? Your hand is so warm. <laughs> um... Uh, th- thanks? <laughs> um... <laughs> I, I mean, they're probably pretty pretty rough. I mean, I work with, really? like, gears and stuff all the time, and, just, you know, like, we get, we get, like, 
like messy, like really messy. I get the calluses and um, the burns and no, and no, I am no. Um, rambling again. Cinder takes so off hard. one of his gloves, and the like burns that he got yesterday are still there. Um, for very different reasons, I um also kind of stick close to messy things like furnaces and burning objects. So I I completely understand. Yeah. I'd like for you to give me a perception check. Take okay. you as well. Cinder, you have an advantage. And I'm also going to cast Guidance on myself. 15. Uh, 13. So, as someone kind of bumps into... Someone kind of bumps into Angela and pushes her closer to you. And she kind of like folds her oh. arms in in front of you. Like, oh, no, oh, no um, problem. Uh, I look at who bumped her. And you you see the uh, the cauldron born Excuse with the, me. the spikes. That was very rude. On his, on his head. Oh, my apologies. Um, I think I'm going to use Fae Presence. As an action, I can cause someone within... 10 feet of me to make a wisdom saving throw or they um so he has to make a dc 17 wisdom saving throw or he becomes my choice of charmed or frightened and i'm going to choose charmed he fails um until the end of my next turn he is uh charmed by me excuse me but i think you owe me a proper explanation of what you think you're doing you agree making a better future for tomorrow and cinder you hear in your head now's the time baby. okay time to make a choice as everything freezes around you um except for you you see you see angela's pocket near her, on, on her dress starting to glow a bright bluish purple um, you see, and you see Angela there with that. You see the cauldron born here. You see a, off to the right. You see a knife going straight for Ghost's back, and it's being held <sighs> by Senator Door, who you realize that there is the person that Ghost is following, has changed forms and is not Senator Door. It's like in the middle of a transformation. Okay, um, uh, let's see, how do I resolve this? Um, I, I have the ring. Do I, uh, that, okay, that would hit a lot of people. Do, uh, you have right, one um, choice, dear. Do, do I get one the choice? sense that fairy fire, ball lightning, or shooting stars would be better for this situation? You have no idea, but you know all the extent of what each one of those functions do. Okay, this is strictly um, up to your well, choice here. If okay, if that guy is attacking, um, that guy's attacking ghost, then I think I can rule out fairy fire. Maybe, um, I. Oh boy, this is so stressful. Um, I choice but i guess i will activate ball lightning no um uh, but that would 
Hit two peat. Well, I think... Oh, boy. That guy's already revealing himself, so... Dang nabbit, I'm gonna do shooting stars. I will spend three of okay. its charges to send three motes okay. of shooting stars towards... Well, two towards Senator Durin, or what? whoever he really is. Yeah. One and towards the person that turned towards the person that that ghost uh, is following, that, or the one that stabbed ghost in the um, back. Well, it is a fifteen foot rate. Uh, I'll send. Yeah, I'll. I'll send it at the person about to stab ghost in the back. Um, one towards. Okay. The guy I just charmed. And can I reach my hand into Angela's uh -huh. pocket? I'll, yeah, I'll allow that. I'll, I'll actually, if I can, I'll, like, toss it into one of the three stars and have it just shoot off up. Just directly up. And out of this place. Or, like, you know, easiest, fastest, okay. you know, 120 feet away from someone. If that's possible for me to do. Alright. Can you describe the effect um, of the shooting star spell? Shooting stars. Uh, you can expend one to three charges as an action. For every charge you expend, you launch a glowing mote of light from the ring at a point you can see within 60 feet of you. Each creature within a 15 foot cube originating from that point is showered in sparks and must make a DC 15 dexterity saving throw, taking 5d4 fire damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. It shoots off these motes of starlight that um, yeah, hit two people in this room, and then the other, the last one, kind of catches some kind of object in his hand and shoots off away from the crowd as quickly as possible. As it hits the two, and the other one shoots up into the air, explodes, is the roof of the entire manor just goes exploding outwards. Oh. Um, uh, can I say, uh, Cinder, can I say Cinder, like, uh, oh. uh, crouches down and, like, uh, shields Angela with his body? Okay. So, 22 for my yeah, initiative. In the words of the great ref, may he rest in peace. The five tribe. Oh, God. I got a 15. So scared. Uh, so scared. Oh, sorry. Uh, What'd you get, Cinder? Twenty-two, total. Twenty-two. Take. Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen and ghost. Five tribe, baby. <laughs> I'm right. in danger. So, Cinder, you. This all goes off right, and time starts back up again, and you hear, "Good choice." Now secure your future. And with that, it is your turn. You see... Oh, yes. Um, um, can you give me the uh, damage for the shooting star spells? All right. Uh, 18. Um, yes, each one does... Each. Uh, do you want me to roll individually, or...? Okay. All right. No, that's fine. Um, so you see that there is the one that is getting ready to stab... Um, is getting ready to stab Ghost uh, that you just got hit... Um, that you just hit, and then the cauldron born that you charmed. 
Um, so hold on, let me... charm, if I remember correctly. Uh, that... It is not the spell, it's damage. a special ability. Let me... No, it just says that they are charmed by me until the end of my next turn. Um, because this is a unique special ability. So... So he okay. still... <laughs> he still likes me, even though I just set him <laughs> on fire. Great, fantastic, we love it. You're up. There are these two in here. Um, everyone else is running out uh, of okay. the... Uh, of let's the see, how far apart are this guy that I've charmed and the other one? Okay, um, let's see, uh, this guy feet. right in front of me, I think Cinder will, like, tilt his head at him and say, You know what? Why don't you just take a nap? And Cinder will cast Sleep on him. Um, and then let's see, it is, uh, hold on, let me see, uh, how many, because he's a warlock, so his spells automatically upscale, so let me look at how many, 5d8 plus 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, okay, um, he will, uh, let me roll, and one, uh, if, if he has that many hit points or less, he falls asleep. Uh, 31 is get? what I rolled. <sighs> oh, dear. Uh, yeah, he's still awake. Yes, that did. Uh, huh? um, okay. I'm still awake. You're going to have to try um, harder than that. He will take out his broom and cast Shillelagh on it as a cantrip, uh, and that will be the end of his turn. Okay. And you see... Um, uh, Angela kind of freaking out. Like, oh, these people are trying on? to kill us, but don't worry. Uh, um, okay. Yes. She kind of just gets behind you. Big, you're up. Great, 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 great. Okay, so first thing I'm going to do is how close am I to, um, like, Cinder and Ghost? The closest, close one you're to is to Cinder. Ghost, on the other, Ghost is on the other side of Cinder. So, as far as the enemies go, you're closest to the cauldron born. Um, okay. You, from and I would like you to make make an insight check too. Yeah, you for sure. Advantage, you can make an advantage too because of your history with these politicians. Uh, that'll be a twenty-one. All right. Um, this looks like an attempt to make a martyr out of Angela. Mm, great. Uh, the leader of the sympathizers, and there will been, have been an attempt on Senator Doerr's life. Hmm. Great. The fail. Okay. Um. You also I'm know that 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 with that without have a role. You also know that without proof, they'll all get off scot free. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Uh, I I have not solved the proof problem yet. Um. Okay. I think for the time being, what I'm going to do, is there a spot in this ballroom where I can uh, place something that will be within 10 feet of uh, Cinder and Ghost? Uh, you'd have to close the distance, which is going to be 60 feet first. Okay. And then okay, I don't want to close the distance, unfortunately. So... Um, what I am going to do is, okay, I think I'm going to not 
do the one that I wanted to do. And instead, uh, I'm going to set up, uh, this is a bonus action, I think, to set it up. Let me double check that it's a bonus action to place the cannon. Because um, if it's not a bonus action, then what's the fucking point? Uh, nope, it's an action. Okay, I don't want to do that. Instead, what I want to do... <laughs> Sorry, so many things are happening and I'm so very scared. I want to get myself within... Do do do. Uh, uh, 30 feet of the, um, uh, uh, Cauldronborn. Um, and, uh, I am going to have them, uh, roll a charisma saving throw. DC is... Uh, 13, so it's not very high, but I'm hoping that they suck. That is a nat one. Hell yeah! Okay. Um, the uh, chain brands that are on my uh, uh, arms uh, will uh, light up, and uh, semi corporeal chains are going to uh, attach themselves from me to uh the cauldron born um we are linked by ethereal chains for the duration whenever i am dealt damage half of the damage is transferred to that guy okay uh in addition we are stuck to we have to be within 30 feet of each other um Alrighty. so it's a, a defensive move is that it for your turn I, I believe... Oh, I can cast a spell as a bonus action, maybe? No, I don't think I have any bonus action spells. Never mind. Uh, so yes, this is my turn. Um, that'll bring us up to the one attempting to stab Ghost. Um, so he is going to roll to hit on Ghost. So, Ghost, immediately there is a dagger getting ready to be plunged right in your back as you turn around. And you see Stella kind of roll you off of her back and take it the, the blade right to the gut. No! no! <laughs> and she rolls you all the way off of her back in a way that you're able to go shunt right past the person that just stabbed her in the gut and get an opportunity attack off on him. Oh, I'm using Aftercut, baby. I've got she plans. She, she drops to the floor, clutching her stomach at that point. Is uh, she shit. out, or is that's she shit. just, like, on the no, ground? She's down. Okay. She's down, but she's not dead. Yeah, that's what I wanted to know. Alright, so here's my plan, Stan. Get ready for this one doozy of a turn, if it works. So, I would like to use Aftercut, and I'm going to absolutely slash the absolute shit out of the man who just stabbed my lady. It's an 11 hit. That will hit. Oh, hell yeah. The plan works. Um, can I use my sneak attack as well? Yes. Oh, get ready for this power play. You did have advantage on that attack anyways. Because you had because uh, you were flanking technically. Oh, oh hell yeah. yeah. That's a 17. Still good. Alright, so let me roll damage for after cup first. And then sneak attack, and then I'm going to use whales from the grave, and then I'm going to use aftercut's ability. Okay. That's one spicy meatball. Ten damage from aftercut. 
to you make a like a absolutely nasty cut right across the left hand shoulder to the right side of the midsection. Uh, fourteen sneak attack damage. Kind of open up grievously and start spewing blood forth. Is there another enemy within thirty feet of me? There is not. All right. Well then, uh, can I target him with whales from the grave? I'll allow it this time. Hell yeah. Four damage from whales from the grave. Ethereal hands start clawing at the wounds that you've created. And then, who's within 60 feet of me? Uh, that would be the individual you just attacked, as well as the cauldron board. Alright, I was hoping I was closer to Tig or Cinder. Cinder is also within that range. Oh, I'm going to use uh, Aftercut's ability to give Cinder uh, okay. uh, um, reaction to make one weapon attack. That he did uh, um, Shillelagh then. Uh, okay, uh, he will uh, just try to clock this guy with his broom. And because of Shillelagh, he can use his charisma to attack rather than strength or dex. Uh, 22 to hit. Okay. For 7 damage. That'll hit. Okay. Got it. All right. As you clock him right on the head, he's like, shoot. Shoot. Do you need the broom? <laughs> and that'll bring us to Cauldronborn's turn, who is going to make an attack with his short sword. I might be able that to do is- a thing. Hold on. Oh, hold on. That is an eighteen to hit. Hold on. Or. Before damage, um, I can impose disadvantage on that roll by rattling the chains that connect us. Hell yeah. <laughs> that is a 23, so 18. Damn. I tried. For effort. So mm-hmm. that'll be seven piercing damage. Okay. And Cinder, you have to make a constitution saving throw. Uh, nine. Um, that'll be... Oof. That's a big hit. 30 poison damage goes right into you with Jesus. bubbling poison that goes right into your gut and that'll bring us up to ghost you're up um how bad is Stella looking uh Stella is looking like she is fading in and out of consciousness but ah, you have shit. the you have the uh the person that stabbed her still alive right now as well as the Cauldron Born, who was just ganked uh, Cinder pretty bad. Um, I'm going to say Mirror. Okay. <laughs> That's right after cut. Mm-hmm. So he takes another 10 damage. Alright, That's another 10 damage for him. As you see, the wound cut in the opposite direction. So now it cuts from his right shoulder to his left midsection, repeating all the same damage. It actually should repeat his uh, sneak attack as well. <laughs> so the sneak attack damage was 14 as you see the wound just cuts completely on the opposite side and you just crumples to the ground now that's a noise um, you still have your rest of your turn alright um, can I stabilize I'm assuming trying to stabilize Stella would be an action yeah, that that would be a medicine check. Yes, I am not good at medicine. Tig is far away. 
I'm also not great at medicine. I have a plus zero to medicine. I do have cure wounds, and I am far away. Why do you put me in these spots? Uh, Because he hates us. You're correct. All right. um, Shit. All right, I'm just going to try and stabilize Stella. You get over to Stella, um, and she's coughing up blood. And she's like, "Did you get him?" Oh, you should have seen it. You better give me a medicine kinda, check. Yeah, I kind of sit her up so she can see the uh, the amount of damage I just dealt. <laughs> give me a, give Yay. me a medicine check. Seventeen. Yay! That's a good job. Um, you owe me a new dress. I owe you a lot more than a dress, pal. Right now, uh, getting you out of here is top priority for now. It's top priority. We got to get you out of here. No, go help. Go help them. I'll be fine. She kind of scoots herself up against the wall. Go help. Just stay safe, all right? Mm -hmm. Promise? Promise. I give her a kiss, and then I make my way over towards uh, the next person I can see. All right, and that'll bring us to the end of your turn, and that'll bring us up to Graydon. Come on, Graydon. <laughs> so Graydon's gonna take a fire, uh, a shot at the Aldrinborn uh, from across the across the room, and that'll hit as he fires one shot from his revolver and deals total twelve damage. This one, um. As you see the, the spark of red flame shoot across the room, rip right into the midsection of this cauldron board. Um, and that'll bring us to Vance, who is going to cast, going to cast, going to cast etherealness on Tig. Uh, he's going to use his action to create this, this spell, which is normally a self spell, turn it into a range spell and cast it on you so now take for your free knowledge you're under the effects of the ethereal spell um you can only be affected you can only affect and be affected by other creatures on the on the ethereal plane creatures right. that aren't on the ethereal plane can't perceive you and can't interact with you unless a special ability or magic has given them the ability to do so you ignore all objects and effects that aren't on the ethereal plane allowing you to move through objects you perceive on the plane you originated from when the spell ends, you immediately return to the plane you originated from in the spot you currently occupy. Am I still able to uh, kick ass and take names? So you uh, are all objects and effects that aren't on the ethereal plane. Great. Okay. Cool. What a what a nice man. Yeah, get yourself a what man. What a sweet we'll boyfriend. Teleport you into the ethereal plane. So nothing can nothing can. <laughs> fucking yeet you somewhere else. <laughs> no, so, like, you can still see everything that's going on in, like, yeah. all that stuff, but, like, yeah, so right now you're technically on the ethereal plane in the same position. Right. Mm-hmm. I am I am very pleased with this. Um, I guess Cinder and will that'll look bring at us this up to Cinder. person, look at, um, and he will say, your friend mm-hmm. is dead. Your scheme has failed. I suggest you surrender yourself and tell us everything about 
your plans, and who you are affiliated with. And I will uh, use my last spell slot to cast Suggestion. The DC is 17. Wisdom save. Alrighty. Um, yeah. You're right. And he just gets down and uh, puts his hands I, I motion head. for Officer Graydon to come arrest him. Graydon comes over and starts working on putting the cuffs on. Um, that'll bring us to Tig, you're up. You're ethereal right now. Ethereal. And what can I do while I'm ethereal is a good question. And you see Vanth look at you and then look up into the office of Lady Briar. Uh in the second floor. Um heading that way. I'm I'm on the move. Um we're going, we're going. <laughs> I do not have any sort of teleport, so I do just have to run. So, as you head up and you run up the stairs, uh, you see Senator Door and Lady Briar up there. It looks like Senator Door is packing a bag rather quickly, and they don't—they don't notice you. They can't see you, and you hear Senator Door. I don't, I don't care. I don't care what you do. You need to sweep all this underneath the rug, okay? We can't have it coming back to us. Yes, yes, I understand. This is going to hurt you and your career, what, what have you. But what's in it for me? Why should I sweep this under the rug? Because you're just as guilty as I am. You want all this coming back on you? Do you? Whatever do you mean? I am completely innocent and you have nothing that we'll see about that what are you doing during this time uh am i able to cast a spell are you able to cast a spell a spell not dispel a, uh as long as it doesn't affect the material plane mm. All of what my spell, spell is it i'm wanting to cast magnify gravity yeah no that would that yeah would that, that won't count shit I don't have anything to like record this information is the problem. I'm just like, <laughs> cause I don't have the recorder ring. Right. So I am frantically like copying everything that they've said down because there's nothing else I can really do because I'm not on their plane and I don't have any way of, uh, affecting their plane. And I don't have anything I can do to my plane that will, <laughs> So I think that's all I can do is just frantically copy down this information. Vanth can see me. That's a good point. Uh, I am am pointing at Vanth and then I am pointing at Ghost and just mouthing the words because I don't know if... I guess I'm saying them, but I don't know if Vanth can hear me. Just get me the fucking ring. (laughs) Well, I... I I need that now. Ghost? Ghost? You completely disappear. Like you can no longer see yourself, and you, now you are suddenly standing next to Tig. Oh. Huh? Hi, it's recording time. They're sort of saying all the shit that they're not supposed to be saying, so. Then you're gonna need this. I should probably go back down there and try to defend people, or do you need help up here? What do you need me to do? I'm fine. You're good. Go on ahead. I give Tig the ring. Uh, I am recording all of the things these fucks are saying. <laughs> I am out of here. 
And you better watch your back. Because if any of this comes back on me, you will be in just as much trouble. Oh dear, threats, goodness gracious. Oh, if it were up to me and, well, let's be honest, it is, I'd make you just disappear. Just poof, gone. Same as I did my uh, pathetic excuse for an exodus. Oh, well, maybe you should be the one to watch your back. And Lazarin grabs his stuff and jumps out the window towards the, the street. And you notice uh, Lady Briar goes and looks at the desk and starts to pick up all the pages and crumple them up and throw them in the fire. You managed to get a good look at the papers beforehand. And if uh, you like to do something before she throws them in the fire, you can. The pages themselves are a list of names of all of the sympathizers mm-hmm. within within the city, as well as a hit list of those who are opposing um, the ramping up of military spending and those who were in support of your bill. Which what? Your you name saying, at the top. I was like, am I at the top of that list where I belong? Uh, again, I'm still on the ethereal plane, so I can't physically save these papers. Um, I am quietly uh, into the ring myself, uh, sort of just describing what is happening. Um can, can can Vanth unethereal me? This is a good point. Can, can I make a face? Vanth, 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 Vanth could. <laughs> Once again, I am like looking at him and being like, "Hold on, um, <laughs> am I able to do something as well?" Sure. What do you want to do? I'm gonna give Tig aftercut, and I'm just gonna tell Tig, "Go for the throat, but don't kill." <laughs> don't kill. Uh, truly amazing. I need to be unethereal is the problem. Um, well, yeah, but if you have the sword, you're already prepped up behind the throat. Vanth on ethereal is you, and then bam, you're right there with bam. a sword to her throat. This is a good, a good point. This because is if a you good weren't going to do it, I was going to do it. <laughs> yeah, that that works. Um, I have I have sword. I am so I am. You, you now poof back into material plane as. Lady Briar immediately tries to throw the papers into the fire. Not so fast. We don't want to get rid of important information, do we? It's, uh, it's you. It is me. You fucking bitch. Can I help you, Delegate Florakis? I would love to get that paperwork off your hands. I would just love that. Hmm. Of course. She hands it to you. I managed to get this off of Senator Dua before he, well, made his cowardly exit. You'll find a list of the uh, individuals that he sympathized with mm-hmm. in order to try to carry out this attack. Uh-huh. That's great. Do I... Can I do, like, an arcana check on the ring to see if it has a playback function? Um... Yeah, make an arcana check. That's fine. See. That's a 15. Uh, yeah, it does have a playback function. Uh, I'm going to play back just a little bit of their conversation just now. 
Nina's, her expression just drops. Ooh, seems like more people were sympathizing than you'd like to admit. I bet your sons are on that list. You've won. But, two thousand, three thousand gold? No. Hmm. You, you strike a good, good deal. Ten thousand gold. I'm not gonna sell out these fucking people to shit like you and Senator Durr. And then I'm going to scream at the top of my lungs for Graydon to come and arrest her. Graydon hops in there and says, Yeah, uh, what's up, Tig? Um, You'll uh, be pleased to know that both Senator Durr and Senator Breyer here uh, were the sympathizers that we suspected they were all along. I have paperwork right here and a recording right here. That shows as much. I'll see to it that she uh, she gets a good night's sleep in the cell. Thank you. I very much appreciate it. I think. And uh, stop at my office with that list if you get a chance, please. It'll be on your desk first thing in the morning. And he carts off uh, Senator Breyer in here. You can't do this. I will not stand for it. He can and he will. Goodbye. I hope he rot. <laughs> and we cut over uh, to he, he did, uh, as part of the suggestion spell, he has to spend the next eight hours doing what Cinder just suggested. So he will confess absolutely everything. And <laughs> so he's not only giving himself up, he's going to tell us everything. And then, and then, because I was ostracized from my mm -hmm. whole society, I took to mercenary work. And then, you know, I didn't like it at first because they made me kill things that I didn't want to kill. But then, then it got easier and it became easier. I'm so desensitized to death. And then, after all of this, there was that one time where I had to kill a rabbit for good luck. And it broke me. I didn't want to do mercenary work anymore after mm. that. It's so much easier to kill people uh, than do, animals do you for mind some reason. Uh, do you mind talking about the... Uh conspiracy uh, uh, that took place this night. Yeah. Um, well, uh, Senator Durr and um, Senator Senator Breyer, they tried to make it to where uh, they were going to pin this whole rebellion on um, um, this, this girl Angela. here, Lady... Uh, um, and they were going to pin everything. They were going to pin everything on her and make her into this uh, sympathizer leader and to take out the rebellion in one strike by gathering everyone here. And then they were gonna take them all out and kill them all. And then once that was done, then they could push to, you know, strike against uh, strike against mercenaries across the uh, continent. And mm. that's where it was gonna be, is so they're gonna pay us to fight us. Yes, um, thank, thank you, thank you so much. Um, uh, and, and he just looks to an, another member of the vanguard. He's like, uh, you got all that right. Okay, um, you know yeah, what? Yeah, uh, I, I, I okay, uh, you. Uh, what was your name again? Borkin. Oh, uh, oh. it was a my, pleasure my talking Borken. to you, Borkin. Uh, you can go sit in a cell and think about what you've done. I would very much like I that. I think I will sit in a cell and think about what I've done. And <laughs> yeah, I guess he just gets hauled away. He's like, and Angela just kind of look behind you. He's like, uh. What was that? Well, what um, happened? 
the work up. I can be very just, persuasive if I need up. to be. Apparently. Oh, um. I, I, I believe I, that. I, I don't use anything of the sort on you. There's. In case you were worried. <laughs> um. I mean, no. I'm not worried. Uh. I, I don't know how much longer I have to be somewhat anonymous, but I think I would... I think I'd like to spend whatever time I have left with you, if you don't... I like that. And she kind of... She kind of just grabs you by, like, the like the small tassel on your... on your, um... on your coat. She kind of tries to, like, pull herself up to, to you. But can't quite reach it. Uh, he'll to uh, to give you a kiss, he'll gently put his up. arms around her and lean down and kiss her. As you two break away, you hear, "Well, it's time for you to head off." Uh, where, who, where do I hear that from? Oh, um, I believe it's it time for me to make my exit. Uh, good. Uh, until we meet again, and he turns around and begins to walk away. Wait, wait um... Uh, I, I don't think he stops or turns again? around, but he says, If it was meant to be, then we will. And he's like, I don't know if that sounded cool or stupid, just in his head. <laughs> With that, we cut to one day later, starting... With Tig, you wake up in the morning. It's been a, it's been a long night, and uh, you're telling me. Vanth is is already making breakfast as you get up for the day. Mm-hmm. What do you do? I go downstairs, and and enjoying the the breakfast pr- preparations. So Good morning. I- I wanted to apologize for yesterday. I realized <laughs> that that was very... It's fine. I just, You're excited. I didn't, I didn't want you to get hurt. No, it's... I... Look, it's not the first time you've saved my ass from some nonsense, and it's almost assuredly not the last time. It's... You're you're good, sweetie. Don't, don't worry about it. Well, I... I made some, uh, it's uh, from a, one of our neighbors. Uh, he calls it a, uh, a quiche. A quiche? Ooh. Getting fancy now, aren't we? I'm, I'm trying. Um, so, I, um, I had one more. One more, and then I promise I will stop with the name suggestions. Okay. Sure. So, um, I've been a fan of the flowers so far, and mm-hmm. just, just a gut feeling. Mm-hmm. I was wondering how you felt about Ianthi. It is traditional Minotaur, and you know I love that. It's a good one. Keep it in mind. I will. You've right. still got so much time. I do, I do, really, I do. <laughs> I, I promised that was the last one. Mm-hmm. With that, we will head over to ghost ghost you are currently in the uh at the at the Altaris hospital in the steam ring and stella is just now coming out of surgery 
and is laying in bed there. Uh, how you doing? Oh, uh, you know, alright. How are you? Well, considering you took a stab wound, saved my life, and then I have completely obliterated the man who stabbed you, I'd say I'm doing okay. It's good, but my hero. I mean, you did also kind of save my life, so, you know, I guess I kind of owe you that one. You do the same for me. Reminds me of the time that you, uh, helped me out of Alteris. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Um, gotta say, I, that's a real callback right there. Um, yeah, I mean, if you want an even further callback, it reminds me of, uh, something my dad used to say to my mom. What's that? You, uh, you remind me of a campfire. Oh, how? Is it pretty hot and I want some more. Yeah, that works too. <laughs> Please stop making me laugh. Sorry, I forgot you got stabbed. And I just sit down in the chair next to her and I'm just holding her hand. So, does this mean that you're finally going to go to that, uh... Does this mean that you're finally going to go to that that, that, that that wedding that we were invited to? So, we still have a couple of years. Yeah, we can, uh... We can go to the wedding. It's going to be fun, right? Yeah, I mean, hopefully this time we don't get stabbed on the dance floor, you know? Well, uh, I mean, and if you know, if you're gonna be late, at least come to the after party. Yeah, I'll be there. Uh, when you get out of the hospital, we can pick you up a new dress. <laughs> oh, stop! That stop! You're gonna make me rip the stitches open. Sorry, sorry. Ah, uh, I love you, you big goof. Love you too, Stella. I'm sorry it took me this long to, you know, talk. That's okay. And with that, we cut over, lastly, to Cinder. Cinder, you're currently sitting in your old room. It's empty. Your stepmother mm. and your stepbrothers having been arrested for treason. And you having inherited this whole manor. Your father's old manor. And there's a little tiny pop. Well... I think that you made it an excellent choice. It was a little spur of the moment. I'm ready to forgive whatever it is to pay for this gift. Yes? Can I ask you a question? What is it that you expect me to I, ask in this moment? I mean, you're very incredibly magical. And I suppose you hear stories of the kinds of things that Magical beings ask of us mere mortals in exchange for their power. There's so many, I can't even... I can't even put a coherent idea forward. I offer you a choice. Same as I did at the beginning. Same as I did in the middle. And now I do at the end. Your choice is this. You can forego all of your magic to me. And the price shall be paid. You still keep your life, you still keep everything that you have materially, you just forego your man. But if that is not to your liking, I am in desperate need of representatives on this planet. And if you would agree to be one for me, I could be your benefactor mm -hmm. for foreseeable future. I would ask, the choice I would yours. ask what you would hope to do with a representative. 
on this plane? Uh, I'd hoped to... I'd hoped to bring about beauty, more dancing, art, lavish For party. everyone. For all. Magical For powers or no, I... I do think that that would be worthwhile. I... I will be your representative. But I hold the right to give you my magic later, should we ever come to a serious disagreement. But I don't really foresee that happening. You can I owe you much. The deal, then. And I'm glad to have known you. With that, the legacy of Spectres comes to a 